Hello, um, welcome to another live. Just making sure everything's working. Looking at the, uh, yep, people's joining, so the internet's working. That's good. Uh, sadly, I've actually got two internets. Uh, I know, don't ask. I had uh, my normal internet, which was 70 meg. And then I found out that there was a company that could do the one gigabyte. So I went and applied for that and they ended up couldn't do it. So then I thought, okay, I'll renew my 70 megabyte one. And so I did for two years. And then about a month later, the one gigabyte says, we can now actually put it into your house. So I said, yeah, let's have some of that. So I've now got... got anyone not one comment not one to say genius and not one to say you're wrong everyone's just avoided <laughs> saying anything so i'm going to take that as a success because um a no one's complaining and b no one's proving me wrong so i'm gonna go, i'm gonna go with um a success here that's why i put the word expert on the background um but yeah, basically, so I, I, you know, in regards to Jesus, I, I, as I've mentioned before, I don't really look into his life because there's nothing to, to sort of compare it to, unlike the Sumerian texts where I can compare the Bible to the older texts. Um, but if you've watched my video on who I think Jesus' father was, I mean, it's, it's a pretty good logical understanding of who it would have been um with the with the available evidence that we have uh obviously we have to start it from the premise that there's no almighty god simply because i have proved that there isn't because it, this well i've proved that the bible talks about the anarchy whether there's another god that the bible doesn't talk about is a different matter but whatever the bible says i've i've matched in my hours long video so i think we can rule out an almighty being as jesus father which then just left um the logic in genesis 126 plural and then come towards jesus it was a singular god so that's where my train of thought went i thought well hang on why is it always a singular god when jesus is talking about it and we know that there was more than one god way back when and so that's when my my brain started going hang on a minute well there would have only been one god back then and it would have been um one god such as marduk who was left to rule the planet so that makes sense and did marduk want monotheism hell yes he's done it a couple of times before hmm 
And thank you, uh, Kerry. So the logic just went down that road, and I just thought, well, it makes absolute sense. You know, Bethlehem, the Star of Bethlehem, and the miracles could have been done with, you know, their tech and whatever else. So, you know, until someone can tell me that I'm wrong, um, I'll go with that, because obviously it's not an almighty being, just so happens to do it in the same place where the Anunnaki were, Middle East. Um, so it had to be someone, if he was going to have a child, it would have had to have been someone that's got a track record, I would have said, of trying to do that, and Marduk did. He was Artem, and he is Armin. And the Bible says his name over and over and over. It's just like angels. People get so transfixed with the word angels. They really do. Because the Anunnaki had wings. Literally showed carvings of them with wings. They didn't physically fly with the wings. But they had wings. So people said, well, the Anunnaki, or the messengers, were you know winged beings that... And basically just, just done a run with the, the word angel instead of actually looking at it properly and saying, well, hang on, it means messenger. So I think the same thing happened with Amen. Amen. I think people just literally took that as the end of a sentence. <laughs> amen. Yeah, morning, morning, Amen, Amen. Instead of saying, uh, our Lord, Amen. It's literally telling you his name. <laughs> But no one caught on, as far as I'm aware, and so far no one's told me I'm wrong. So it just made sense. It's the same as the word Elohim's in the Bible. Obviously, you know, the translation of Elohim is God's. So again, their race name is in the Bible. So anyway, I digressed. Uh, Julian's wrote, hi boss, hi. So if anyone wants to chat, uh, sorry, it says my mic goes off. Oh, I apologise for that. Uh, maybe my little finger was over the mic part. Sorry. Um, just... Editing has wrote something I have to translate. Uh, let me just use my French brain part here. I'm French. How you doing? Jokes. I'm a Lancaster lass. Sup? Oh, you made me have to use my French skills there. <laughs> thank God it's got to translate. Um, yeah, I'm fine. Thank you. Uh, James has wrote, what's your opinion on Islam? I avoid it. It really sounds rude. Um, I do avoid it simply because in the past, whenever I've mentioned anything to do with Islam, people seem to want to actually to do very, very bad things. Regardless of whether I've got evidence, regardless of the evidence, they don't want to know. At least with Christians, they'll swear at me and they'll just say, you know, you're evil, blah, blah, blah. But some reason or other, um, so I, I avoid Islam, I'm afraid. Jess has wrote, your mic isn't working well. Is it, is it still not working? I've took the phone actually out of the case today so it doesn't get overheated so quick. Um, so I don't know. If anyone wants to join in on live, that's what we're here to do today. So if you want to, someone says my mic is quiet. That's better. Yeah, it's probably probably my little finger over the mic hole. Sorry, because I don't have a case on it. Uh, some comments in this live were protected to, for the community's experience. And hopefully that wasn't me. Brother Pink's wrote, uh, an expert in fairy tales is an expert in nothing. I'm just going to move on because too many, you know, I've been doing it too long. I've proved myself, I think, uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt, in fact, <coughs> without sounding rude. And it just detracts from, you know, what you guys want to hear. And so many of you told me after, after chats, I get messages from some of you guys saying, look, don't get engaged with numpties such as Brother Pink, 
who's just wrote something. So I won't get engaged. I've you know my 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 record stands at a hundred percent still. Thank 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 our true history. I was going to say thank God there, but I thought about doing. Uh, so yeah, hundred percent. Still, I was really worried about that Jesus one. I was, thought people were just going to tear me to pieces, but I haven't. Amanda's wrote, "Oh, I enjoyed this chat yesterday. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I do cover other subjects, but this one seems the one that seems to get the most views. Normally, when I talk about uh, who created, you know, humans, aliens created humans, I normally get about three to four hundred people listening at any one time. But when I put anything else in the background," I get sort of 80. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, this is not for me today. It's for you guys. So if anyone wants to chat, uh, you know, you don't, you just tell me a story, whatever you want to do, I'll let you on. Not a problem. Um, Amanda's right. I'm going to get comfortable. Uh, Dean has wrote, who are the greys? <sighs> uh, there's, there's reports. I don't know how true this is. There's reports that there's about 80 different types of greys. And now that sounds stupid because you think, well, hang on a minute, you know, how can there be different types of greys if they're... But when you break it down that the Orion-type ones are android, then you think, okay, they're cloned, which we can do. We've been doing cloning for a lot longer than Dolly the sheep. So when you think, okay, they're cloned, if, for example, our military got hold of one of them, they would probably try and clone it themselves. And apparently so does other alien races. So the 80 greys out there, the 80 different types of greys, when I say different type, belong to different types of species because they're all basically creating these little worker bees. Um, so that makes sense in a way because apparently we do it now, the American military. Thank you, Miss Gothic. Um... That was nice of you. Uh, yeah, so, but, you know, really the truth that I'm aware of is the Zeta reticulized, which is one type of grey, and then you've got the um, the tall whites, which I know they're not grey, but they kind of look-ish, um, uh, greyish, even though, they're, 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 you know, they could pass as a human with wide-set eyes. Um, and then you've got the Orion greys, which are the little little ones that you know have the iq of about a six-year-old but they're android type things um sorry just uh so oh there's a live chat request i think uh max man oh please i don't know who you are but please be sensible <laughs> here we go train train crash about hello oh. can you hear Hi, me uh, yes i can yeah how are you doing today yeah, not too bad. Uh, do, do you know who I am? I, I only ask because sometimes I've let people on that I've never seen their name before. And they're like, what are you talking I have, about? I have no idea who you are, but I'm interested in the topics that you're talking about. And I have, you said, like, talking about some experiences. I've had some experiences, especially with um, the paranormal and spirits. Oh, I'm interested. Go ahead. Let me know. Um, so I have a few stories um, not really anything. I've, I've learned that, like, when actually, like, having paranormal activity, I mean, experiences and stuff like that, it's never that interesting as, like, you know, the movies or stuff like that. So, um, one of my first ones was when I was much younger. 
my uncle had just moved to an older house in Boston. Um, and it, it's a pretty big house. It was um, four stories. And the previous owner had separated the house where, like, the top two stories were an apartment and the bottom two stories were where the, the original owner lived or the last owner, I guess it was. Um, and the last owner didn't have the key to the apartment anymore. There was no way to get up to those top two floors. So we were staying there, and we were helping my uncle clean up the place. Um, and one night, it was like 2 o'clock in the morning, I was just walking to the bathroom, and there was a door that leads to where the apartment was that nobody had a key for, and it was just unlocked. <laughs> and there was a light on up there, even though there was supposedly no power connected to any of the rooms up there. So I went up there, and there was like, every, every time I was walking towards something, there was a light, and it would just move. And so I just kept following the light until it just kind of disappeared, and I was on this balcony that looked out over, over the back of the house. Um, and, you know, I went downstairs and went back to bed, and I woke up the next morning, and I was like, I asked my uncle, like, when did you find the key? Because I, I noticed it was open last night, and there were lights on up there. And my uncle's like, I never found the key, and my dad's like, no, nobody's been up there yet. And, like, I showed them, and the door was shut because I shut it when I came back down, but it was now unlocked. Wow. Um, so it was a really weird experience. I don't know. I really think something led me up there. I don't really know what it was um, because people had tried as hard as they can to get that door open, like just by jimmying it or like anything. So like, it's not, it was definitely locked before I went up there. Um, what, what and like the door was full. Yeah. What's that? What kind of light was it? It was, was it like, I was, I was definitely like, you know, partially asleep and I was young, I was eight years old, um, but it was a very bright, like, light, like it seemed like, like a, um, not, not like a lamp or anything like that, like, like a light that would light up a whole room, like a, um, ceiling light or something like that. So that's why I was like, oh, somebody must have gotten up here and like, turned on the lights up here or something like that. I, I didn't really think anything paranormal of it until, you know, many years later when I thought back about that story. Um, and it was a very old house. Um, it's right on the outskirts of Boston, the area that it's in. Like, some of the houses were from 1800s and some of them even older than that. Um, so it was interesting. We've never gotten any history on the house. Like, if, like, it's haunted, I've never seen anything since I've gone there. But it's just, it was just an interesting experience, um, you know. Sounds like a but, but not anything, like, super exciting or anything. Like, people are always like, oh, that's, that's the whole story. There was no, like, ghost that pops out and scares you or tries to kill you or anything. No, just like, you know, it just wanted to show me whatever was up there. <laughs> yeah. ah, did you, I don't suppose you remember whether you felt cold when you started going through the rooms. It was... Well, so it was it was Boston in December, so right. it was cold just to already. begin with. Um, but I, it definitely, I think it was colder up there than it was anywhere else in the house. But that's also because right. <coughs> um, my, my uncle had fireplaces going because the heat wasn't turned on there yet. And I don't think any of that heat had reached up there. It was like, it's a very nice house. Like, even when he bought it, it was all old wood. Um, so it definitely is a cold place to begin with. Um, but I don't like, like when I think back about it, like people are like, were you scared? Like, were, were you like, um, did you feel anything like watching you? I didn't feel any of that. 
I just felt like something was trying to... I don't know if I felt like something was trying to lead me, or I just was letting that light lead me, like, to see what was going on. Um, Paul Clark has asked a question to you. Is there a stone in the centre of your house basement with a train symbol on it in Boston? Um, I've only been in his basement. So it's my uncle's house. I don't live there. Um, like, we just... Um, I live in New Jersey. We just were up there helping him move in because it was... You know, he lives by himself. Um, but I, I never saw anything like that in the basement. I've been in his basement a few times. Um, so, no. <laughs> huh? And nothing since? Nothing there since. Um, um, I had this one friend that um, stayed with me at my mom's house a few times, and we had some weird experiences um my mom's house is in new jersey um and the previous owners before my mom bought it both passed away there but they didn't pass away of anything anything dramatic they were just old and they passed away there and then the house was sold um but like a lot of times and only when this one person was there with me um would things like happen like, mostly just things moving or doors opening and stuff like that. Um, and again, never anything that was, like, super scary. You would just, like, go to the bathroom and then come back and the door to the bedroom would be closed. Or, like, you'd go downstairs to move laundry and the door to the laundry room would be closed. Or, like, only, like, small things would be moved. Um, but there was one time where um, my friend was staying over and um, nobody else was in the house except the two of us. And we heard some yelling, and we both woke up and walked around the house and tried to find, like, the source of the yelling. We even looked outside to see if, like, there were cars or anything. The neighborhood was, like, pretty much dark. Um, and then we were standing in the living room, and, like, we did get, like, that really cold feeling. Like, and, like, we both felt like something was about to happen, so we were just, like, kind of listening. And then we heard, like, six really loud gunshots and it, like it felt like the gunshots were happening like right next to us like i went to the floor that's how that's how close i thought the gunshots were like i thought somebody was maybe trying to kill me or something like that but like we looked around there was no bullet damage um i, I even went outside once i was brave enough there was nothing that like made me think anybody shot a gun anywhere near my house um and it sounded like the shots happened um like right in the in the living room that we we're in. But the the weird thing is that it only happened when I was around this one person. Whenever that person wasn't with me in the house, nothing would happen. Mm -hmm. And did they hear the so, sound? Yeah, they yeah, we both we both experienced the gunshot sound and the yelling. Um and she's she's experienced it since then. Like um I think she's what what would be the word for that? Like a medium or something like that? Somebody who constantly has experiences that was the only time other than the the one experience that i've had and like my mom still lives in that house and she's never experienced anything right, so the the moral of the story is stay away from that person <laughs> yeah i don't know what it is are, are there like do you think there are people that are just more attuned oh, to that absolutely. kind of thing and do you think so yeah. can it spread to people that they're around because she said I've talked to her about it before. She's been with people where she's experienced things and they haven't experienced them. So like, then they, they like don't believe her because obviously if you experience something and somebody else does it, 
you're not going to believe that person. But if two people experience the exact same thing, um, you know, it kind of gives more credence to what they're saying. Yeah, um, from my research for many years, um, spirits can stay with someone. So even if you, you know, for example, if your friend um, had a spirit that was with them for whatever reason, angry or nice, if that friend grew up and moved into a bed sit or whatever, that, that spirit would be there. And if, if it was a friendly spirit, you know, it might make itself known. If it was an angry spirit, it might be start knocking on doors, knocking things over. So it doesn't sound like it's an angry one because it doesn't sound like there was anything malicious so far. Um, but yeah, yeah they, do, they do seem to attach to people for some reason or other. That's interesting. Uh, I guess I'm glad that they didn't attach to me. <laughs> Yeah, you're not as important as that person. But I to say, you don't have spirit guardians uh, watching out for you, but the, you you probably just don't need the um, acknowledgement of them. You know, maybe your your maybe your friend needed to know that someone's there for them and subconsciously, and they sort of keep trying to let her know. That's pretty cool. All right, that was that was the only stories that I had to share. But oh, um, yeah, no worries. Thank you. Thank you for having me up. You're welcome. Thank you. That was nice. Uh, I have no idea how to... Oh, there we go. Uh, so, yeah. So, if anyone wants to join in on a live and chat, you're more than welcome to today. I'm. It's not about me today. Uh, Reese, I think it is, is right, where is heaven? So, if you go by the original Bible and the older text, heaven is space. It, that's literally what it is. You've got stars, sun moon in in heaven which is what it says so obviously it's space um but if you talk to proper clairvoyance mediums and spiritualists they'll say there's no no such thing as heaven but there is a higher and lower frequency and that's to do with where your orb the, you know the spirit would reside on the other side a higher frequency um would be a good person and all all, all the higher frequencies of you know, good people would be in the same sort of vicinity uh, this is how I've been described it by clairvoyance and mediums, etc. This is what they said. They said, so imagine if you've got sort of a ghetto or, or a bad area, neighborhood, you get all the bad people wanting to, to hang around that bad neighborhood and you'll have all the, the good people wanting to avoid that area and go to somewhere nice and pretty. And and that's apparently how they are on the other side. If you've, if you've got, you know, the mindset when you, you know, when you die and you're, angry and evil and whatever else then you'll you'll have a lower frequency and you'll be with the lower frequency people so there's technically no heaven or hell really um reese's wrote is heaven on earth so the spirits actually can go anywhere they can go here literally sitting in front of you they can go to another planet in a blink of an eye so and there's for them there's no time um so they could be in, you know, in my case, when I did a Ouija board, my dad was, in, um, before he obviously came to the Ouija board, he was in a pub. So, you know, you think, well, how, you know, how can you be in a pub? And generally they were in a, a real pub, you know, pub in England. It's not a pub they made. However, they do manifest things. Um, and in the case of my, uh, well, in, in some, excuse me, in some cases where people's done uh, audio recordings, they actually can hear people chatting in the background and hear glass smashing and things like that, but it's not glass in the actual pub getting smashed there and then. 
it's on the other side that they've manifest the glass that they've knocked over and smashed. It's quite crazy, but I suppose when you're on the other side, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, like I say, if anyone wants to join today uh, and chat, you're more than welcome to. Uh, DRM has wrote, I've joined because you said you'll be telling us who Jesus was. So yeah, literally Jesus from my videos, which I have put up, you can go watch it, 20 minutes long, two, two parts. Um, the conclusion for me is that it's Marduk's son. Everything matches the logic in that it would be Marduk still around. He already tried it with um, uh, as Artem. Um, he was al already called Armen prior to Artem. So when you Artem, Armen, and Amen, and Amen, in, in fact, in Egyptian, is Armen. So it's exactly the same person. So the Bible is literally telling you his name, but no one really worked it out, as far as I'm aware, and someone tells me I'm wrong. Uh, so the Bible, every time you go, Amen, our Lord, Amen, is literally his name. It's the same as saying, Armen, our Lord, Armen. As soon as you say, our, our Lord, Armen, you'll say, well, that's Armen Ra, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> just get rid of the Ra, but yeah, it's Armen. And Artan was the same. Artan was also a sun god. Um, and um, uh, Nefertiti, etc., all had to change their religious beliefs into one god, into Artem, because Marda only wanted everyone to believe in one god, same as he did when he was Ra. So it all matches, as far as I'm concerned. Um, again, I'm I'm here for people to chat to me. So please, you know, if you want to talk or ask a question or anything, um, just just click the whatever it is you need to click. I don't normally join with people, so uh, I don't do lives. Uh, Joe has wrote, "How do we join the live?" I don't actually know the answer to that. Um, so, someone hopefully will be able to to tell this person. I when I look at other people's lives, I never never join them. Um, I think someone invited me in once, uh, but that was an invite to, to, for me to go on to theirs. But I don't actually join people, so I don't know how you click to say join. Sorry. Uh, Julian's wrote, I'll try click on the multi-guest button. I'm guessing that's for the other person. Julian's wrote, I'll try if you can drag me up. Okay, let me click on your name and see if that, if I can invite you by clicking on your name. Um, I'm not very good at this, I'm sorry. Uh, let me, okay, so I've got a list of people here, but your name's not on there. That's weird. Uh, viewers, sorry, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Probably better if you ask me to join than it is me trying to jo get you to join. Won't because I don't have enough followers. Ah, okay, sorry, sorry, Julian. Julianne. Um, okay, yeah, so anyone with a thousand followers is allowed to chat, I believe. Um, sorry, oh, what a shame. Uh, Gandhi's wrote, I'm Christian, who believes aliens are real? We not all the same. I'm a Christian who believes aliens are real. Well, uh, that's, that's good that you've done that. Um, obviously, you know whether or not you still believe in God, um, but, but you know, I did a video. I can't remember where it is, but basically it says about um, 
that if God put us here and he created only us on this planet, if you believe the Bible literally, even though it's, we've got the older text, then he's put all the chemicals uh, that we would require to do all different things, you know, including ending up with fossil fuels, um, anything that we need to be able to do whatever we want, all the chemicals are here. So eventually we'll be able to um, fly off to another planet, but on another planet we'll find different chemicals, which means God was aware that we could get to other places in the universe. Otherwise there's no point in God putting different chemicals on another planet, in my opinion. So if he's put chemicals on another planet and we know chemicals can create life, then isn't it possible that life did start on other planets? Uh, Leonardo's wrote, Cobb, Count Cobb County, Georgia is in the house. <laughs> um, why does Cobb County ring a bell? It wasn't from Dukes of Hazard, was it? Cobb County? It kind of rings a bell. Um, I'm not sure where Dukes of Hazard was actually set. Uh, Aidan's wrote, Hi, do we know how the slaves were treated by the Anunnaki? It's a good question. You're number one in the class for that. So, if you go by the Lost Book of Enki, it says that Enlil and Enki debated over creating slaves. And Enlil said, no, we had slaves. We've abolished slavery on our own planet. So that was the end of that. But <laughs> Enki turned around and said, well, they'll be co-workers. In other words, not slaves. So the argument, you know, for me is, we, you know, we bred dogs to do certain things, gun dogs, etc. Now, is that dog a slave? You know, it sits on your bed, you feed it, you look after it, but we bred it for a particular reason. So is it a slave? It's up to you to decide whether that's a slave or not. Um, now, if, if you say yes, then my point would be yes okay we were slaves we was probably treated well and the reason why we would be treated well is because they're here to save their planet the last thing they want us to do is there was only seven males and seven females that ended up inbreeding and inbreeding breeding breeding but from the logical point of view you want to keep your workforce happy you certainly don't want them running off you don't want to kill them because your planet's at stake so from that point of view, I would say they were the the first lot over in South Africa were treated very very well, albeit designed for a task. But moving on towards after the flood, we've got tablets in the British Museum where they're talking about um, capturing a slave, which literally the word slave. It's not me. It's the, the museum's translated it. So we've got slavery properly uh, down the line. Now, whether that was Anunnaki, my guess would be probably not um, in some ways. I would have, because there was only really still a handful of Anunnaki's here. And, you know, they're spread between um, the whole of the Middle East, Egypt, um, uh, India, so that you know, there was only 
I don't know. I, I've estimated about 2,000. I read somewhere someone said there might have been 3,000 Anunnaki at, the, at its highest point. But that's not a lot. You know, they're, they're not going to have, you know, one Anunnaki every mile. There's going to be a group of Anunnaki's together a lot, probably 50, 60, 100 in one area and 100 in another area. So for them to look after the whole, you know, whole of the Middle East, India, as well as Egypt, I don't think they would have been able to control exactly what's going on. So I think humans actually ended up having human slaves. That's my logic in it. Uh, I might be wrong, but because of what was in the Lost Book of Enki, saying that they can't have slaves, I can't imagine them going back on that because that would be really bad especially especially if you believe the the lost book of enki which was translated by Sitchin, where gaozu they believed gaozu which was the emissary for the creator of everything not god because their race names god so we, we already know who the gods were but the creator of everything which isn't in the bible but is in the um apparently i've not read the tra translations of it I, i'm only going by Sitchin's word on this um but if if they believed which they if if you go by the book that the creator of everything sent down the emissary to tell the anunnaki to give us our earth back to inherit the earth then i can't see the anunnaki saying okay we'll let them inherit the earth we'll teach them laws and agriculture and everything that they taught us and we're also going to enslave them I, I don't see that because they, they've literally been given a sign to say, look after us, teach us. So then for them to enslave us. So I have a feeling um, back in the ancient times, it was, would have been humans um, enslaving humans. Uh, and how they would have been treated, anyone's guess, depending on who it is that would have had them as slaves. Um, feel free to ask to join in the chat if you've got over a thousand followers, um, if you want to join in. Um, Joe is right, I'm sure there's a spirit around me. Um, you could, the, the, the best way I've found from everything that I've ever done is, is at night, because spirits can't, they struggle with the, the light frequency of, of white light, which is why seances had red lights. Um, put two glasses virtually touching each other in the night and literally just lay there for a while concentrating and you know maybe even just touch the bottom of one of the glasses with your finger just hold it and ask the spirit to tap the glasses together you might crap your pants when it does it if it does it if it doesn't do it doesn't mean that that there's no spirit it just means that um, it's not happened and it could be for a couple of reasons one is the spirit's not strong enough to um physically come through and push the glass or they might not want to they might know that you'll crap your pants and think better not do it but you know that seems to be the easiest way from everything that i've ever learned to, to hear whether or not someone's a spirit's around you just by tinging you'll just hear a tiny ting and then <laughs> run no then um then you should be good uh tp has wrote do you watch Dre OG reacts. I don't know who Dre D R E space OG 
reacts. I don't know who that is. Sorry. I wouldn't know what they do, so I don't watch them. Sorry. Uh, Tondi's wrote, Lockhead Skunk Work. Are they building man-made UFOs? They have been, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's people wanting to join. Sorry. Uh, yes, they have been for a very long time. Okay, RH Ancestor, you're live. Hello. Hello, 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 hello. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. How are you, doing? How are you teacher? I just want to say, um, yeah, just I just want to come on and say, because I've only just got the access to go live, just like, thank you for what you do. And do you know what I mean? It's like the truth that you speak, you know? Oh. <laughs> You're appreciated, even though you got all the um, numpties in the chat. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. I'm guessing if you're using you... RH you're uh, an RH negative person. Correct, yeah, yeah. Have you have you come across did you ever listen to a woman called Philomena? Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. I heard her on your lives and stuff. Um a while back a while back now, isn't it? Yeah, um, but yeah, I guess around. tend to get like um telepathic traits, that's things like that. Interesting. It can hear thoughts, you know. Wow. So you think there's something definitely in it, do you? Yes. The, the like if, you're, if, if you're thinking about, if you're thinking of someone, they're thinking of you in, in the same time, you know. Or like, ah. I don't know. That's I've got to go anyway because I've got a young baby. I was just, I was just, just, just gonna say that. That's all. Oh, I'm gonna soundbite this and stick this on it. <laughs> Thank you very much. Listen, you're not, you're not going to see the last of me because I've only just got the access to go live. So, oh, brilliant. no, no worries at all. Thank you very much. Cheers, cheers, mate. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Um, yes, you are. I've sent me some some flowers or something. Thank you. I just saw them, but some, because I was on the chat, I have no idea how to get rid of someone. So, oh, hey, I'm sorry if you could close your thing down. I don't know how to. I Hold on. <laughs> That's it, we're stuck together now for an hour. <laughs> You're going to get fed up on me in a minute. <laughs> um, I don't know how to, because when I click on your detail... Uh, oh, you've done Well, well done. It's better than me. I never could figure that out. Um, so, yeah, if you want to join, um, you know, praise me or whatever you want to do or have a go at me, it's up to you. Uh, okay, I'm just going back to the questions until I see sort of the guests pop up. Thank you, Dusty. Uh, I don't recall seeing your name before, um, but thank you for listening. Uh, okay, we're back to the questions until I see that little guest thing pop up again. Uh, scrolling down. Uh, right, okay, yeah, so Lockheed, yes, definitely. So they were the ones that apparently built the test flight for the Phoenix Lights, if you remember back in 97. Um, that was one of their crafts, and they were doing a test flight on it, which is pretty impressive, you know, when, when you think the size of that thing. But they'd, they'd been doing it for a long time. That's the that's the not NASA's, but that's the secret military complexes go to for building um, these spaceships, etc. Kerry's wrote, Armand Ra was the sun god. Shouldn't that actually be the son of God? Yes, you. Yeah, I, it, I thought that when I was talking about it earlier. 
um, just now on on here, I thought Sun God. When I said mentioned Sun God, I thought Son of God, but I didn't say it. But yeah, no, you're spot on. Um, technically, um, if Amon Ra would have been uh, a god anyway, Marduk would have been a god and was so. Technically, Amon Ra wouldn't have been Son of God. Um, but yeah, I see what you're saying. He, he, he was. What well, I mean, technically, he was a son of a god because he was a son of. Enki, who was one of the main gods. Obviously, we've got the sort of the three main ones, even though they're technically twelve. But there's the, the three main ones that we all know of is King Anu, Enki, and Enlil. Uh, and then you've got the other ones that go down later on. You know, for example, Ninurta had a higher rank than Enki, and that's just simply because of the way their bloodline works. And when you look at their bloodlines, then you look at the Egyptians, how they inbred, and then you look at the Greeks, how they inbred, then you look at the Romans, and then you look at our um, royalty around the world, and so it's better people that will tell you about they're all inbreeding, you know, over the years than than I can, but you've got to think, where did that all inbreeding come from? And obviously it comes back from the Anunnaki. Uh... Uh, just scrolling down. You do feel free to ask if you want to join uh, the live and chat about anything. Intense Micah's wrote, are we humans made by aliens like pets and work army to build stuff like pyramids, etc.? So the Anunnaki created us to build, uh, to, to mine for gold. I've proved that on my long video on my Patreon page. Um, yeah, it, there's only 40 minutes on TikTok, but the remaining part where I show the evidence of the mines, I think is on the hours long version on my Patreon page, but you can just do your own research. So there is um, evidence of ancient gold mines covered over. And why would it be covered over? Because obviously the Anunnaki had that flood. Thank you, do. Um, that sounded wrong, didn't it? Thank you, do. Um, do just sent me something, D.O., so it sounded wrong when I said thank you, do. Um, I'm just trying to find my power wire just in case. Sorry. Keeps falling down. I redesigned the front room the other day. And I can't get the wire. There we are. Right, okay, wire's out. Um, uh, sorry, someone's pinned something. Boss, the next guest to close their off clicks on their box. Next box, next guest to close their off, click the X on the box. Okay, I didn't see that myself, but they may have it on as a guest. Thank you for that, Julianne. Excellent research there, because I could never figure it out. I did Google it once. Um, so going back to made as pets. No, they weren't, we weren't made as pets. However, if you look at my one of my recent TikTok videos with Marduk and his pet animal... There's a few carvings of him with this animal. So you've got to think it's real. You know, no one's going to sit and design different carvings of, of a fictitious animal, but with a real person. It just seems illogical. So this creature has got a forked tongue, horns, um, would have been about six foot high, um, kind of like a dog, but not, uh, had ears, and had a towel with some sort of bush on the end of it. Phenomenal. Um, but you've got to say, well, okay, was that a genetic hybrid that they messed around with, going back to the pets idea? Because they used to have 
uh, and this is a fact based on the, the images that we've got from them, uh, they used to have lions as pets. Inanna's got pets. Uh, Enki's holding a pet. So we've got the, uh, the pet lion with, with the full mane. So we got um, we know how tall they were. I mean, you could say, well, you know, they did that to embellish their height. But they called us little people. So, you know, if they were the same height as us, you don't go around calling people little people. So the logic is that they were definitely the height they say. And of course, we've got skeletons that we have found. There was a, there's an Irish, there's a, in the British Museum, there was a giant in the, uh, it was called London Museum back, back in the day, but, but the British Museum. And it, they've, they've removed, removed that giant skeleton. You can still see the pictures of it online, genuine. Um, I think it was over eight foot. And they've removed it. And of course, when you look into who pretty much owns the British Museum, it's the Rockefeller Foundation, you've got to ask yourself, why did they get that removed? And we know why they got that removed, because it shows they were giants. Um, so, yeah, so they did genetically modify creatures. We've got cylinder seals showing stuff, showing the mythological creatures that's over in Greece. We've got the cylinder seals showing. I've done videos showing the Hydra, the Harpy, the Cyclops. I mean, Cyclops is a real phenomenon, believe it or not. It really is. Um, it's called Cy Cyclopea. So, you know, when, this, when we've got real evidence of... I know people will say it's myths, but when we've got evidence of things that actually happened in the past, we've got giants, we've got Cyclopea, Cyclopses, um, and we've got a Ligar, which is a cross between a lion and a tiger, and we can genetically create things now. It's not that hard to imagine that they were doing it back then. And In fact, on my mermaid video, which is on my Patreon page, I know it keeps advertising the Patreon, but I do, I've been working very hard on this new dinosaur one today all day um so that's why i do put them on the patreon because i do work i spend the whole day when you're out having fun i'm sitting editing uh but uh yeah on that mermaid video documentary that i done on my patreon page i show evidence of a species of what looks like horse that with skeletons genuinely that seems to be bred between um genetically bred now, who would have done that back then? And then also I show the actual carvings of those same type of creatures, which look a bit like a horse, but the back slopes a lot down more than a horse would. A horse is almost vertical, whereas um, these creatures, the back sloped a bit like a giraffe. And I show the Anunnaki using them to pull chariots. So we know that those creatures were used back then. And yeah, anyway, so yeah, lots of videos on my Patreon page. Uh, you're welcome if anyone's got over a thousand followers and wants to chat to me or you know, to tell me off or anything at all, um, just, just click the chat to me button somehow. I don't know where it is. Um, intense Micah's wrote, are we humans? Oh, sorry, I read that one. Uh, Jayan, forgive me if I pronounced that wrong, J-A-A-Y-N-E, I don't know, I've never come across that before. Uh, hello mate, what's your opinion on CE5 contact, Stephen Greer? Um, I, I think Stephen's 
I, I think he's on the level. I really do. I know there's people out there that say, you know, he's a misinformation and that. The thing is, with misinformation, you have to be careful when people say there's misinformation people out there. Because sometimes drawing attention to a subject is worse than not having any misinformation at all. Does that make sense? So if I said to you, oh, uh, look, there's UFOs out here and they're doing this, that and the other. If I was someone that didn't want you to know about UFOs, I wouldn't put a disinformation person saying there's UFOs. I would just keep it quiet or do what they did with the crop circles, which is get someone to fake the crop circles. Obviously, they can't fake UFOs because, you know, we've only just got drones nowadays. So you'd need some sort of back in the day in the 80s and, you know, 40s and whatever else. No, no one had that technology, so they couldn't fake it. But you could fake a crop circle, which is what exactly what they done. They paid people, the MI6 paid people to go around and make fake crop circles, Doug and Dave, even though there was crop circles before Doug and Dave and crop circles all around the world at the same time Doug and Dave were supposedly doing it. So they, they were actually quicker than Father Christmas getting around the planet. But hey, um, so I think Stephen Greer's on the level. I think he's put his life on the line literally um i think he knows how to play the game if you if you listen to his interviews he knows that if he starts talking about free energy pharmaceuticals etc he won't be here anymore but because he's not doing that he's not upsetting the elites with their money and power he's just talking about ufos they've left him be but when you start talking about you know, oh, I've got free energy and I can do this and I can do that. That's when these people, unfortunately, don't seem to be around anymore. You get what I'm saying. So, yeah, I think Stephen Grizz, but trying to contact the aliens the way he's doing it, you know, if <laughs> look from a logical point of view, look at an ant. You know, you walk past an ant, an ant sitting there, you know, looking up at us thinking, come on, my friends are, you know, in pain. Can you help them? Or we'll just carry on walking past. I mean, I know I'm being very simplistic with that, but literally, you know, what's an alien going to do? Is it going to come down and say, uh, all right, I'll grab you guys. Thanks very much. Let's hope, you know, NORAD doesn't spot us while I'm picking you guys up. Uh, why am I picking you one, you guys up and not another group? Because you guys really did, you know, telepathically ask me to come down. I was bored, had some time to kill, thought I'd pick you guys up. Where do you want to go? You want to go Saturn? See the rings? Um, drops of Jupiter, uh, but no, the they won't really come down. You know, they might f move their craft a little bit in the sky, um, just to show you that hey, you know, they are there and they can sense your thoughts. But, but they're not going to do anything more than that because a they would have done it already when before we had the technology to to sort of track them and everything else. So. Unfortunately, it's, to me, that's a, a futile exercise. I mean, it's great if you want to see a, you know, UFO little light in the sky move. That's that's great, but I don't think you're going to get anything more than that um, for his um, contact thing. Sorry, uh, scrolling down. Uh, Reese's right. Have you seen real pictures of them? Um. I'm not sure what I was talking about at that point. I'm behind on the questions. Oh, someone wants to join. Sorry, I'm not sure which, um, which what you're talking about. You know, Anunnaki. Obviously, we don't have cameras of Anunnaki, but I have seen carvings of them. Um, so I don't know what I was talking about at that time. 
sorry. Um, okay, uh, Brand Camacho has asked to join. Fingers crossed, it's someone that actually. But um, some think. Uh, hi, Brand. G'day, mate. Can you hear me, Pinion? Yes, I can. Yes. Hi there. Yep. Sorry, this is my first time live. I'm just making sure it works. Yeah, no worries. Um, yeah, I've hey. watched a lot of your YouTube videos and listened to your to your lives. But do you mind if I actually just directly address some uh, points? Yeah, absolutely, no problem at all. Yeah. Um. See, the Anunnaki and uh, you know Nephilim, whoever, whomever. Um. How did they actually leave Earth? You mean leave at the end or leave periodically to go back to their home planet? Or either or, yeah. So they had what they called barges, which is actually written in their original text. The barges were the massive ships that carried at least 50 Anunnaki with them and space for, obviously, the gold. These barges are the ones that had needed the massive infrastructure for them to land on the ground so if you think of the do you, do you know the stone that's sticking out the ground from Baalbek in lebanon uh not so much but I'll, i'm sure i'll see it on one of your videos yeah i think it's like 1200 tons or something and it's still sticking uh -huh. out the ground that was that that was part of a building uh that was many many miles away so that was going to be taken put on this um as a platform for this skyport they had different skyports super so uh, so you're saying that they actually still did uh, travel through space kind of interstellar travel yes in, in, a, in, a, in a you know traditional sort of scientific uh, science fiction kind of feature uh, you know flight with, with a ship yes absolutely okay so there's this i mean is that confirmed i've always had the theory that perhaps it everything is to do with wormholes <laughs> Um, see, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying because there's people out there that sort of say, well, you know, Iraq had wormholes and, or, or um, Stargates, which is why the military went in there, etc. But literally, when you read the text, I've done videos uh, on my Patreon page. Unfortunately, the long ones are on my Patreon page. Forgive me for that. But I've done ones where I've broke down the different types of craft that they actually have. So the barges were the big ones. And they had the uh, Ninurta had a blackbird. Which was There's no way that these things, these 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 craft were still uh, used as sort of the you know the the, the means of, of transportation of uh, people and and minerals and whatever through a porthole. Um, there isn't. Or a wormhole. There, there is no. I mean, there's for me, there's no reference of any kind of wormhole or time travel or Stargate or anything whatsoever. However. That's not to say there isn't, but the the, the if you go by uh, the Lost Book of Enki, which is what Sitchin wrote. Now, the problem I have with that is obviously Sitchin could read different languages and was from those kind of areas where he could go in there, uh, you know, Iraq, etc. Go up to a museum, look at a tablet, read it, and walk away and not even have to touch it. I can't do that, so I kind of have to go with what he says, and I've married up. Um, a lot of what he says with text that's been translated by other people, but there's certain texts that he says, for example, um, the barge had wings when it, when it entered our atmosphere and the wings came out. I've not read that, 
but I have read about the barges. Um, <laughs> so he also says that uh, they had to stop on Mars to refuel. Okay, with- okay. See, now you just hit on something that I was about to mention. Um, I don't know if you remember in chat, I've mentioned this a couple of times, but you've only said a little bit about it and perhaps said maybe I should investigate a bit more. But, you know, um, I mentioned um, perhaps they were here mining a power source or sorry a, a mineral or, or a, a fuel of some sort um maybe that's why sort of humans as sort of slaves or or means to to harvest this this product um maybe that's why they were here um i mentioned you know like helium three or helium four something along those lines well they were definitely after gold we you know we've got gold mines um proven yeah, yeah. so they were after gold and and apparently again i've not read these particular texts but from the lost book of enki sitchin's translations their planet's atmosphere was dwindling um so they came looking long story but they came in the end looking for certain type of gold to sprinkle in their atmosphere um now i've read a hell of a lot of translations of other texts that you know and out there and then some things i do slightly disagree with, with sitchin on um but i've not come across anything you know lapis lazuli is probably the next biggest thing that they needed other than gold yeah I'll, so i mean i see i see what you know what's mentioned now about um sort of mining the, the moon for you know helium three and whatnot because of its value and it's it's it's, it's very scarce on earth and perhaps Maybe it wasn't at one stage, you know what I mean? I, I heard recently someone say, uh, instead of just a um, an asteroid that uh, came and killed the dinosaurs, maybe it was actually some sort of landing ship or something. And I've, I've always believed that pre-whatever event that killed off the dinosaurs, you know, the claim that everything was large, you know, trees, people, well, not dinosaur kind of, uh, not at the same time period, there's always these claims of everything was large. Yeah. And, the um, yeah. Well, that, yeah, oxygen is, is the claim. But I'm wondering if there is perhaps a missing explanation that could have to do with some rare element that now has been taken from Earth and they've moved on because it's all gone. And this had to do with everything being giant. And, uh, of course, the Nephilim being claimed to be giant. I've got that right. I think I've... Uh, yeah, Nephilim were the sons of the Anunnaki and humans, but not all of them were were Nephilim. Some some were you know, big, but not yeah. giant, giant. So the ones that were giant giants are the ones that were, ended up being called Nephilim, which probably had gigantism. See, I'm wondering if there was, you know, even if it's some sort of radiation or, or something that, that we only now are catching on to, that's why we want to mine the moon, for instance, that, that was around, that... that that also perhaps could have been harnessed for, you know, like things like wormholes and dimensional gates and all these type of, you know, such things. They they always require a, a very large power source. And I'm wondering if perhaps there there was some fuel that was that that that's perhaps what they travel the galaxy for. They 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 go to planets like they have Earth. They've mined it. They utilized. Uh, genetic manipulation to create workers they've mined it they've moved on 
Um, I could. I, I wouldn't say that would have been the case for the Anunnaki's. Literally, it was only four hundred fifty thousand years ago. Um, so, if there was another race prior, you know, millions of years ago, um, then I guess that's a possibility. I've got the, n- nothing to say there was, but it, it's a possibility. But so I would, from everything I've ever read about the Anunnaki. Um, I've never come across them wanting anything else other than the gold and, you know, to look good wearing lapis lazuli. That's pretty much it for them. Um, I hear what you're saying. Gold is still still pretty prevalent. I feel like they perhaps might have had a more um, efficient way of mining or something like that. And I I, I say that maybe gold, there there was a lot more of it and they've got as much as they needed perhaps. But I, I feel like if there's something that's on the moon and it's rare here, I'd ask why. Well, we're so much bigger than the moon. And you know what I mean? There's what, why isn't it here? It has someone already taken it. And what is the whole, besides gold, what would be their motive for, for just doing everything they do? It, it'd have to be to do with a power source. I mean, gold being a, a, a conduit, but I don't know if it's necessarily a power source. So perhaps there's, there's a missing link. There's a, there's a missing sort of McGovern, you know, if you're going to write a movie kind of thing, you know, McGovern, sorry. Um, the, the, the thing is with the Helium 3 is I looked at the possibilities that the Anunnaki, uh, although technically advanced, weren't technically advanced, e.g. anti-gravity craft, because their craft used, uh, apparently used water to fly as opposed to rocket fuel. Um, now, but that's uh, the thing. What about if that was only short-range craft? They only needed to use, you know, water to fly that means it's probably hydrogen powered right so maybe they um that, that, that's what it was that they were just short range traveling through wormholes they had a gate or somewhere and well they could perhaps even open it up so i mean i, I guess it's possible i just i've never read anything about that i mean if you you know i, I don't mm-hmm. know how sitchin um added to the store you know his book because the the description through um alula's journey was literally he passed he he described pretty much passing all the planets which means he didn't go through any kind of wormhole that's not to say that the other anunnaki a thousand years later or ten thousand hundred thousand years later found the wormholes because nasa says that there's wormholes um in space between us and the sun and they call them x points so they actually admit that there is wormholes so but I've I've not read see, I, any see, I've, of that. I've been working on a theory that at the core of every planet, any, actually any celestial body, there's there's a wormhole, um, and that I guess is an alternate uh, explanation for gravity. You know what I mean? And whatever you call it, dark matter, massless particles, whatever is made up between things when there's nothing there, like oxygen, air, you know, whatever. Um, perhaps that is flowing like you know, like a bucket filled with water and a hole in the bucket and the way the, the water would flow out, the water's sort of, you know, steady and, 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 and not disturbed, but then near the hole, there's a, there's a pull. And perhaps that's what a massed, um, you know, well, rock and, and, and water on, on earth, I guess, and, and whatever, anything other, other uh, planets or whatever are made up of. And, Wormholes, essentially, maybe there's other terms for them, are, are a common sort of a common occurrence in the, in the galaxy, a common 
means of travel, a means of energy. Um, you know, like even a black hole. Black hole's not essentially a hole, is it? It's, it's more of a uh, infinite mass because of, uh, I guess, uh, whatever was attracted to that point in space is then, uh, I guess, compacted and collapsed into, you know, uh, an infinite sort of, um, well, I don't really know how to describe it, but you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Everything essentially is, 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 a, is, a, is a, a, a wormhole of such flowing perhaps who knows where. It could be flowing other side of, you know, in a circular pattern, other side of the galaxy, whatever, or it could be interdimensional or something. And essentially, each planet has the ability, you have the ability to tap into. Maybe that's what's in, in Antarctica. They hide there's a dimensional gate that goes to the core of the Earth. Who knows? Whatever. I'm not saying that for real. I'm just, you know, <laughs> putting it out there. But um, what I'm saying is I believe wormholes have a bigger role in in, in everything. Um, if you can perhaps even open up a wormhole the size of a pea, Perhaps that is, a, you know, like a UFO is claimed or any sort of ship that is anti-gravity. Instead of being anti-gravity or magnetic field, it's it's essentially falling towards, you know what I mean? Falling towards this, this point of gravity. And if you have a power source, which comes back to why I'm saying perhaps there's some something that they're looking for that is, uh, that is great power, you know, the, the energy, the radiation, the whatever, powers all these things so i'm wondering if, if if they do fly just like a star trek between planets or there is gates and then when you said they reference passing these planets it's because they cite them as essentially like when you're on a bus stop and it's an exp you know or you're on a bus and it's, it's on a, it's an express bus that you know goes past all these stops you still cite them but you just don't stop at them if that makes sense <laughs> Um, the only thing I would say to that is the Anunnaki, the younger Anunnaki, the ones in the Bible, the sons of God, were were dubbed the Ajiji, and I've read the translations of that. Um, and the Ajiji were the class as the Watchers, and they were stationed on Lachmu, which was Mars. So they were there as an away station, and they would wait till Nibiru came back round close, so then they would take the gold from there to Nibiru. So I, I don't think the Anunnaki had the technologies to use wormholes it's just just my gut feeling from, from but, I mean, that. but what about if, what about if wormholes essentially instead of being you know like a an image like in um, what's the movie i'm talking about um uh, stargate sorry <laughs> you know instead of image it, it's perhaps some sort of frequency vibration sound whatever it's a frequency and once they figure out the frequency even uh, uh planet x sorry what's that called again sorry um Nibiru. Nibiru, yeah. Perhaps that is on an orbit that they know how to, to, to against essentially tap into on its on, when it's in close in orbit, but actually in a parallel dimension. You know what I mean? And they can open up the gates there. I guess it's again. It's possible. I haven't read anything to say that, but I guess yeah. it's possible. Well, that, that's, that was my thing. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's you know it's a, it's a theory that goes nowhere if there's no reference to it. So yeah, that's that's basically my question. Is there any reference to all this nonsense that I'm talking about right now? <laughs> no, but again, the truth of the matter is there's two million tablets and they've only translated um, you know probably two hundred and thirty odd thousand of them. So 
Um, you know, and that's also not to say that, I, that, I mean, they they wrote about, you know, one of the Anunnaki women having t- teeth problems and stuff like that. There's a worm inside their gum. So so they wrote about that, but they might not needed to write about absolutely everything, and they may not have needed to write. So there's, there's the stories in um, Mesoamerica and um, Pumapunku and places like that, that where these stone doors are star gates but they're star doors um and if you put a particular frequency you can actually go through that as a wormhole so if if that's correct who put those doors there um was it the anunnaki i would probably say no because the anunnaki did literally stay mesopotamia mainly when you Uh, say who put the doors there see Let's say there is some mineral, some something, some fuel that is very, its energy is and radiation, whatever, what it, you know, it's powerful. When you have it around in abundance, um, you you learn to use it in simple ways. You know, maybe someone hit it with a rock and that opened up a frequency that just happened to have some sort of spatial distortion two meters away, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like um, maybe it was stumbled upon by by one of these and and because it was a, an element that they've have looked for and they've realized this this is powerful we need this this element yeah i mean that's why you know the the my train of thought was that um the, well the, the the locals say that the gods come through it now whether or not it's the gods anarchy gods or whether or not it's an alien race that they revere like little greys for example yeah. Yeah, I mean, if if yeah. these stargates were there, then then they'd be coming to those locations for a particular reason. Whether it's to do with the ley lines to help the stargates work, or whether or not there's materials, yeah. as you say, or people even, they might want to just nab humans. Well, I mean, that's it. They could be. In, you know, I've always had the theory that perhaps there is an intergalactic community, and of course, you know, the old saying is that we're too young a species, we're too dumb, we're not ready to be exposed to it, whatever. But um, in the creation of humanity, uh, DNA splicing, whatever, maybe uh, uh, gets very, very dangerous to speak about races and whatnot. I'm sure you understand that. But maybe if you track everyone back, there could be primary races that were, you know, the splicing of individual alien types. Yeah, yeah. I think I've said that to you before and you confirmed that, but I mean, you, you agree, but um, is anything written like that at all? Um, did you watch my Jesus, who Jesus' dad was today? I just saw that uh, earlier. I was uh, online playing games with friends, but yeah. Because I, I bring in the elongated skulls, and of course the areas that the elongated skulls are, majority-wise compared to Egypt, um are the places that have those stargate doors and yeah. they don't seem to be of this earth but they also don't seem to be anunnaki so yeah, just okay, yeah, yeah. what you were just saying there yeah i mean which is uh, <laughs> it's a sort of a touchy subject to talk about such things but um yeah um it, it's i i'm i'm always trying to look for a uh link between everything how it makes sense how it's laid out not so much linear but 
you know, like a movie does. Here's the here's the explanation of this universe. Here's how this happened. Here's who did what and how they were doing it and why they were doing it. And that's basically what I've been trying to look for. Um, I watch your videos and um, <laughs> your you remind me of my guitar teacher who used to um, not show me how to play a, a quick riff that I could look real cool with. He wants to wants to show me how to write music. You know right. what I mean? So I'm watching your videos and I'm thinking, is there any sort of sum up? Can we wrap it up like a Star Wars movie and say this is that and this is you know? Uh -huh. Sorry, I do that because I have, I have in the past when I just sort of sum things up, people say, well, show me the evidence, and now I kind of lay it all out and it's yeah. long. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm I'm speaking from a very you know layman's terms, like you know make a movie that's as easy to understand as Star Wars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but I mean, I, I suppose lots of fictions are sort of they're there and they're successful because they make sense in that in that way. And that's why I'm saying, is there besides gold, like you've said, you've already cited, is there another thing that fits in somewhere? It was valuable because of this. It, done this extraordinary things because now i mean i keep going back to helium three but i'm not necessarily saying that's exactly it you know there could be some other element but for example how we've you know we've 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 discovered the the, the sort of mining that is important apparently we can make it here but whatever i don't know so well, we have apparently we have uh or i'm not i don't know how much is left but we had helium three on the crust of the planet, um, but not as much as what's on on the moon. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I just I don't believe the the explanation of why everything was large, being just an abundance of oxygen. I I, I don't necessarily believe that's the truth. So maybe there's no, something I, else. Never, yeah, I've never gone with. I, although obviously oxygen levels were probably different back then, but there were small mm. animals. Well, it's not. See, when everyone goes, oh, there was giant animals. There were giant animals, but there was also tiny animals, mammals, and things. Yeah. But, I mean, there was also giant ferns. There were there were things that, you know, things just like trees and 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 ferns and and you know, uh, flora. Just forget which one's which. <laughs> Why would that be enlarged in a high oxygen rich environment when oxygen is not what they breathe? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've always just thought maybe there's something else. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, no there's two, there's the two main... things. There's the minerals not here, but also the Anunnaki aren't here either. So, <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I've never read anything. You know, but again, Sitchin, there's literally two million tablets that, that's out there at least, um, and yeah. not all of them have been translated, or shall we say, not all of them's been translated that people like myself can read that they're probably translated and we kept them hidden but yeah, yeah. You know, if if we believe in Sitchin where he could read them and could physically go to these places Iraq uh Israel museum etc Nineveh library which apparently he's been to you know he could literally just sit there and read them and then collate his own story and make that book so I kind of have to go yeah. with what he says and he didn't mention anything yeah. else yeah, other yeah. than yeah, yeah. I mean, is it a possibility that, that this mineral also was stripped from the records, even these tablets, you know what I mean? If it's if it's something of value, then, you know, talking about, like you said, someone's teeth or, or some day-to-day -day events or, 
sort of uh, the hierarchy of uh, the you know the royal family kind of sort of situation. But then when it comes down to talking about the valuable thing that makes them travel between you know universes, then they're going to perhaps be a little hesitant to just speak openly about it. I don't know. I, I, maybe is. I 100% agree with you on that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you think that the Bible is, is a copy of the older texts and the Bible's been changed so many times, taking things out. In fact, you know, Enoch and they've even took out the plural gods. So when people start translating the older texts, if there was anything valuable, they probably would have tried to, I would have thought, tried to shush it. So, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because I mean, obviously the Anunnaki had um, the technology to build, you know, the pyramid and the massive temples and all these things that we can't really can't do today. Some of these temples are literally carved out of the rock. Yeah. There's no way to be able to do that to, to, in this day with the tech, you know, with these precision that they had. Yeah. Uh, so they had technologies, and whether that was written about in their tablets that we haven't seen, then yeah, more that is possible, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, I, I, I wonder if it addresses at all um, the point at which they decided to leave, I guess, um, was it a direct intentional uh, plan to leave the, 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 the workers or the, 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 the people that they've created? Um, was it directly in intent to leave them to their own, not just say their, their own devices, but a clean slate to to take as much as possible so that they can develop on their own individually uh so from the text i've read and from sitchin's work after the flood they realized there was a few still people alive including um zuzudra which was noah um and then they talked about this character called gauzu who they believe was the emissary of the creator of everything and then they said, oh, Gauzu wants us to, or the creator of everything wants us to to give the earth back to the people, let them inherit yeah. the earth, so we will teach them. And that's exactly what they've done. They also had found gold in, and I, I did a video on my Patreon page about the Nazca lines uh, where they found the extra gold, uh, which they needed after the flood because their, their yeah. gold mines got flooded, which we've got the evidence of. So um, they then taught, they, they broke the, the, the locations up into four different territories, Sumer being the first, which is why we have the first money there, the first laws, the marriage, everything literally comes from there. So the plan was that if Anunnaki, because some of them married humans, you see, that's why they, um, and they had kids and families with them. So they were allowed to either go yeah. back to their own planet at, at this point, so this was after the flood, or stay and help teach the humans what's needed to be taught and then stay on earth so some did go back to their home planet according to Sitchin and some stayed knowing that they'll, they'll end up dying here on earth and their their time speed uh, was a lot quicker here on earth than their own it affected them a lot quicker so that you know I've read the tablets where they, they have these the, headaches. Their form their, their, physical, their physical form because I saw you mention sorry I've sound like I've, I've only haven't paid attention to anything you said but um you mentioned uh there was a part of the brain you say that sort of is the physical um, antenna whatever for souls or whatever um 
one one of these beings apparently uh, inhabits bodies that way. Uh, is that what you're? So there's a different, uh, but not. So this is what. So that was the Anunnaki. Now this the uh, light energy being the orbs that you may see floating around. They're eternal, even you know they're proper eternal according to the Emerald Tablets of Thoth and to clairvoyance, mediums, and spirituals. So these are alive, but energy, and their natural state yeah. is a round orb. They join with our pineal gland, and when you look at what's what our pineal gland consists of, it basically is a a transmitter and a receiver. Yeah. So, and then even the Quran talks about the spirit joins with us three to four months in the womb. And then when you look at the studies that's done by the Virginia University, where people have near death experiences, where the spirit leaves their body. And then comes either comes back because they're it's not their time to, to die, or yeah. The reason I was asking this is because are the Anunnaki in their native form, or is are physical bodies to them vehicles, and they adapt to whatever life form to inhabit the particular planet? You know, they need an oxygen breather, for instance, on Earth, so they they had to genetically manipulate themselves to suit this but of course uh their native form it, they're linked to their physical form like i said it, it might just be a vehicle that, that, that that's why i was thinking there was a link between what you're talking about but if you're saying on something else yeah these are two, i think these are two two totally different things because in yeah. you go down to after the flood and you see that the anunnaki started finding out about um the afterlife you know with the book of the dead from the egyptians etc uh, and then they they try whatever it is that they can, including Thoth, to to be able to talk to the underworld, the dead dead people, spirits, orbs, whatever you want to call them. So you can see that they, them two were totally different species okay. because they wanted to to be able to talk to the afterlife and not be the afterlife, if, if but in a different yeah. form. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was just wondering, someone who has such ability to you know manipulate the life forms i thought maybe there was something further to, to do with that so i mean is that right though is that what the anunnaki have sort of written to be like they they do sort of uh not just make you know workers for themselves and they're different they're they're, they're all below them like we're all below them and like you said one married so perhaps its form was similar to just humans or whatever they were making at the time or yeah so so their form i mean if you just type in sumerian god you'll see all, all hundreds of carvings there's so many well thousands of carvings and statues of them there's many full-size when well, i say full-size full-size for them uh carvings in many of the museums uh you've got enki you can tell which one's enki enki's got the turban on so you'll always know which one's enki compared to enlil but um yeah literally they they had a white beard uh you know this is my it's possible some of them may have red hair but generally you know enlil and enki certainly white beard white hair blue eyes pale skin which is where you get the michelangelo angelo god from and everyone else thought god looked exactly the same as that um but yeah they looked like us but they were eight to twelve foot tall um we've got the carvings of them holding little people standing beside little people and they called us little people so that they and in fact yeah. even says it in the bible they created us in their image 
Genesis one twenty six. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it looked like them. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I just wondered about perhaps their origin planet, what it's like, and you know, of course, uh, biologically things develop, uh, evolve to suit environments essentially. So uh, that that would mean that their 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 uh, their planet is is similar to us in the way that their their biology, besides the size, which again I still think there's a link between. <laughs> something some radiation or something that causes the size difference that um uh, it was involved in their development and why it's lacking in us um well they're planets on a different orbit to ours our spins at a, a thousand mm. miles an hour i don't know how long their spins for but their year is three thousand approximately three thousand six hundred of our years and they're further away mm. from the so you can sort of say okay well their skin color would make sense that they're not black because they're further away yeah. from the sun and that's why yeah. they genetically modified the hominids the first humans our homo sapiens were black because they genetically modified hominid species that would have probably been darker skinned in africa but then things like eyes and whatnot would eyes develop the same they, they wouldn't have developed the same to suit the same conditions it suit you know being so far away from the sun so that's what I'm thinking. Is is there is there, is there an actually a pre-form of these uh, beings, and then they themselves had to engineer bodies to be in to live on Earth? So I hear what you're saying. Um, obviously, there's, for example, horses and octopuses and uh, sheep and that have got slit eyes. So it's possible yeah. the Anunnaki's had slit eyes. There's no. Um, this, the, when you, when I see the carvings of them, they don't actually show the pupils. They just show sort of the eye shape. Um, yeah. So I guess their eyes could be slightly different to us. But if you go by Sitchin's translations, the only thing that separated them was the foreskin on humans or Homo sapiens. They didn't have a foreskin. Oh. And mm. the fact that they were taller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were like me then. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that, that like I, I just wondered if there's you know, like you said, there's there's thousands of is is there a majority of text unread than than read or? Um... Well, yeah, that's the question. Now there's there's uh, computers now AI can actually read Sumerian text. So where, yeah. for example, Ivan Finkel, the curator of the British Museum, a few years ago was asking people, hey, come learn Sumerian because we've got thousands of texts that still need to be translated if not millions, yeah, yeah. the actual library themselves had thousands that they probably haven't translated. Uh, they don't need people now. They've got AI that can do it. They can also do Akkadian and Assyrian with computer AI. So yeah. the thing is, though, they're probably going to put keywords in there, and if anything flashes up that shows spaceships, or obviously they didn't use the word spaceship back then, but do you know what I mean? They'll probably put yeah. in the word chariots and they'll probably put in the word barges and they'll probably put in the word blackbird and they'll probably put in the word um, whirlwind because that was another craft um yeah. so they'll probably put those in and, and then redact them if we did ever get to see the remaining yeah so were these were these uh, tablets written the way they claim the quran was written by someone later that was sort of reciting information told to them or how were these how are these how did these come about 
That's a good question. Uh, go to the top of the class for that one. <laughs> so there's there's a couple of ways that they were written. So first off, the older text, which Genesis would have been copying, so the oldest text would have been talking about what happened before the flood, which would have been Alulu, Alulu, etc. But those were written after the flood. So although the texts are talking about stuff before, it wasn't till when the Anunnaki decided to teach us is when they started to say, hang on a minute, we should write this down. So that started. But as the writings became written down and things started happening, you know, and they started teaching us and they started having their own wars. That's when they caught up and started writing about stuff there and then. So it wasn't past tense. It was actually present tense. So there is some old yeah, yeah. stuff that's not as old as when it was actually happening because even the Greeks, uh, not, not a lot of people know that the Greeks are actually talking about the stories from Samaria um i've done videos where i show literally they're talking about the flood and they're talking about this the splitting up the lands into four territories and stuff like that so the greek stories are actually the sumerian stories not all of them but um the main ones are um yeah. and again they're not talking about it happening there and then in greece they're talking about something that happened you know ten thousand years before or hundred thousand years before depending on what they're writing about so so it's, yeah. it's so the the closest we can get to it is the Sumerian tablets of what actually happened. So ideally Sumerian first, then Babylonian, then uh, Arcadian, and then Aramaic. And then that's pretty much it. it once you start getting to Hebrew, of course, it changed. The, 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 the likelihood of anything uh, of value kind of thing, anything of significance, I guess, you know, um, plans on how to build a, you know, my sort of theory, in case a, a wormhole with all the, with the the frequencies, with all the, you know, the, the exact instructions, I guess that's not going to be in there. There could be large portions left out because they wanted to just give a sort of harmless account of history without fully influencing mankind if they left us to their own devices kind of thing. So there could be, massive hows and whys left out intentionally absolutely yeah because they uh when the sons of god came down and took the daughters of man that was the ijiji the anunnaki sons they started to teach their offspring because they literally grabbed whatever woman they wanted as a wife uh but they started teaching the offspring um about space and stuff and that's when the anunnaki went mental at them they, they went yeah they were angry at them when they took human women but when those women had kids in the anunnaki or the ajiji were starting to teach them about technical things that they shouldn't be allowed to know that's when they they drew the line on that and that's when they had a massive war with them so yeah so they really didn't want us to learn the the technologies which is why we don't have anything written down for how the pyramids were yeah, built yeah well i guess i mean we're primitive now so imagine handing us a sort of you know <laughs> a gun and a and a, and a and a means to come and you know shoot you so that, that sort of logically that's not going to happen so yeah i mean are you are you yourself content with the fact that like this just may never be proven i mean not proven but just uh, sort of fully explained to the point where he is uh, sort of known as fact kind of thing. I um, know oh, that's what I'm saying. Just everything explained, like massive scientific discoveries that we can actually just look at 
read from a like instruction booklet kind of thing and and know this you know this is significant it can prove actually because you know any faith is sort of based on just people believing something that can't be true uh, can't be proven but um yeah you, you, you yourself <laughs> sort of resided to the fact that this is sort of could main it could just maintain its status forever just yeah just I think this, this is as good as we're going to get in terms of information simply because when you look at who owns the british museum who owns the iraq museum now and who owns the uh, yeah. israel museum etc it's yeah. the rockefellers and when you realize that they really don't want us to know and they're the ones that give you in america uh the i don't know where you're from sorry but uh they give the american curriculum apparently then you realize that sorry i'm australian yeah, sorry, yeah, my bad. Um, but yeah, they. Um, oh, so the Rockefellers basically control everything. So I think we're we're not going to yeah, see anything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there could be some of the most juiciest, you know, information ever, and just you know, we the people are never going to get to see anything. Really, they they know that. I mean, we should realise that about ourselves that we're we're not fit for it, really, are we? So, I mean, that's always been said. That's always been just sort of the cliche thing to to sort of. You know, we're not. we everything with you, man. <laughs> so yeah, no. Um. Well, anyway, I appreciate going over the points with you. Um. I've always, been, I've been since I found out about you. I've wanted to talk about such things, but um, I guess all I can do now is just go off and do some more research on sort of the the quantum mechanics of some of my claims and see if they fit in too. So absolutely, yeah. no worries. If you've got any things that you want to show me or anything, feel free. Yeah, awesome. All right, well, I'll, I'll, I'll speak to you again sometime, but um, yeah, have a good show anyway. Talk to, to me, thank you. No worries, mate. Take care, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I have no idea how to end the person. Brilliant. Okay, so, um, uh, yeah, he was a nice guy. Someone's wrote, the guy's good. Yeah, he was lovely. Um, okay, so there's another person waiting to come on. Uh, so I'll accept that person. Sorry about the delay. So this is what I'm doing all night tonight, or all morning, or whatever the time is. I've lost track. Hello, you hear me? Yeah. Hi. How you doing? Good. And uh, thank you for uh, your your space here. Very enlightening for a lot of uh, um, a lot of enlightened people. Oh, thank you. It's nice to hear. Thank you. Why well, I do it, really? I mean, I did it for myself for 40 years, but now um, now there's people out there that actually want to hear it. It's, it's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I bring, um, I bring information about what the people call orbs. You ever heard of orbs? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 I, um, I seem to have made contact with them, and, um, and I am able to draw them to me and uh, they're able to shift with me into different things. So I've been taking pictures for over 10 years with many different cameras posing with these balls of light. Wow, I've heard that before and I've seen other people's uh, photographs with orbs. They, they do the same thing. They, they sort of literally call for the orbs to come and then they'll take a picture. Oh, it's amazing, brilliant. I'm looking at some of your pictures now. Yeah, wow. and um, the highlight of all this, all my research, was one day an orb appeared above my head with a word in it. That's new. I've not heard that one. Okay, yeah. Do tell. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to show it to you right now. 
Wow. And you tell me if you can see what word this is, okay? I'm going to show it in uh, three, two, one. See right here. Uh, uh, I believe it says love. Oh, I see it now. Yeah, it's one of those ones where once you once you point it out, you can't unsee it. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. 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 They were real. When I found out they were real, mate, I went nuts. I couldn't believe it. And I took pictures every day for many years with as many different cameras as I can. And, um, you know, some people think they're dust. You know what I mean? And um, I say, well, I said, I took a picture of an orb and it appeared in my eye, but I didn't have dust in my eye, is what I'd say, you know, like this picture right here. Wow. Wow. And so, um, and so I've been, my journey started in, uh, when I was 20 years old, I started having out of body experiences and, um, through learning how to have out of body experiences, I was able to make contact with extraterrestrials of loving, um, nature. So about 15 years of having all these out of body experiences and doing different work on the astral plane. Um, by coincidence, I discovered these balls of light. And when I discovered them, I fell in love with them. And I believe they fell in love with me. And they have been able, I asked them to show us, show us that you're real. And they've been turning into different things uh, for the past few years. Here's a couple of the things that they've been turning into. Wow. Wow. I mean, I have heard of people that had either out of body or near death experiences, um, seeing orbs after they've come back. So it sounds like you've managed to not only have out of body experiences, but do that as well. Uh, someone's asked, what's your blood type? Uh, I think AB positive. I, I'm not certain. I think it's AB positive. Okay. That's brilliant. And, uh, are you, uh, forgive me for asking this, but are you a loving person? Or do you feel yourself as sort of an angry person? Yeah, the, uh, I'm a loving person, and I've realized from taking pictures that the orbs are attracted to that love frequency. Yeah, that's why like I asked. They, they, yeah. Yes. Yeah, they're attracted to it. And um, if I were in like an angry mood and try to take pictures, I would get nothing. But then once I create a sacred space and ask them to come in the name of love, they actually come and they and uh, I've be able to um, call them one time down from the sky. I took a picture of myself and there was nothing, but then I took a picture of the sky and there was thousands of them. Oh, so wow. I said, I wonder if I could call them down. So I created a sacred space, a circle of light around me and sent my attention to the orbs. I took next, this was the first picture. I took three pictures. And the third picture, they all started coming down. And this is the third picture when they all came down and uh, basically said hi. Wow. And you can't see them with your naked eye or can you see some or none? Yeah, what I've discovered is that for me, sometimes I'll see it like a spark of light in the corner of my eyes or sometimes when you're in the corner of your vision or field of vision, like a little spark. And I just happened to have a camera in my hand ready to take a picture. 
and I took a picture right when I saw that spark and it was an orb. So I believe I see them, you see them once in a while, but um, not a whole lot with your physical eyes, but they do show up as little sparks every now and then. Uh, just from other people's point of view, are you using, for example, a phone to take these pictures? Because I know back in the day people used to take Polaroids but to get the orbs. So I'm just wondering whether digital cameras like a phone will... will... Yeah, I use uh, digital cameras. I use digital cameras. Um, but I do use my phone for videos. So I've been able to capture them uh, and I could show I could show with my other phone I think it's dead right now, but I could show video, a really good video of where I was playing with them and a beautiful bright one came right between my hands where I focused in the video and it came out. Wow. Wow. You, you, uh, thank you, Jenny, for that. I'm guessing that's really for the, the guest. Um, that's, that's amazing. So do you feel blessed? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. All, all the time all the time I feel connected, you know, because I've had my own experiences with, um, you know, with extraterrestrials, which let me know that I'm vibrating at the right frequency of love to make contact with other beings in the universe who also vibrate with that same love. Uh, five star bullies as wrote, I had a group of them and, still, um, still with color. Did you, have you seen any different colors? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, this picture right here that I'm about to show was uh, a portal. Um, I found, I, I use um, ley lines and I found a, a sacred space around that area where I was living. And I took this picture and I asked them to show themselves and they were all these different colors. Wow. Wow, so that's not snow. <laughs> snow would be white. So yeah, that's uh, definitely not snow. And yeah, I've used about a. Uh, yeah, so someone asked, have I used tried using a professional camera? Yes, I have. Um, I have used a professional camera before, and um, what what I believe is that in the late nineties, there was a. I I I was wondering why did orbs appear, and why we haven't seen them before. So I think I, um, I was just thinking about um, questions to put in Google. One of the questions I said was, what changed in cameras in the late 90s? Because I think that's when people started seeing them. And there was an answer. It said that in the late 90s, some man invented a lens that was able to reflect all the light in the picture and, and, and put it into the pixels. It's called the CMOS lens. Much, and I yeah. believe it's because, of, and then all cameras, digital cameras adapted that technology. So I believe it's because of that lens is why we're able to see these anomalies. Well, I have actually seen pictures from Polaroids and from, um, you know, 35 mil film way back, you know, even, even slate films when they used to have them uh, projected on, uh, you know, the camera had a, what they called a slate. So I have seen orbs back then, but, um, so I think, you know, I think the, the digital technology has now allowed us to actually capture them again. Obviously, night vision. Have you tried night vision cameras? Because you probably see a lot more than you do now. Yeah, I, I get that all the time, yeah, that I should use night vision. But I see other people with their night vision getting all kinds of, of amazing things. Yeah, that would be interesting. 
This orb right here is sitting inside a bike basket, and I believe it's half inside and half outside. Wow. I can see that. That's amazing. And that's what, um, and so what I've come to determine in my own studies is that I believe that they could possibly be anything non-physical, which means like your dog could be sleeping on the couch and you're outside in the backyard taking pictures and an orb appear and you zoom in and crop the orb circle and you see the dog. So I, I'm, So that happened to me with this picture right here. My friend's dog was sleeping. I looked inside this orb and saw a dog that looked like his dog and his dog was actually sleeping. And I think his dog was out of the body inside the bike basket. Interesting. Now, I have heard um, people and, and seen pictures of orbs with faces. So right. what you've just said there with the dog isn't so far-fetched if, if people can, you know, if there's a face that can be seen inside an orb as well. So, so here is my most beautiful face that I always show. Look at this face. See the white of the eyes, the white yeah. of the eyes are right, right, right here is one eye. The other eye is right there. And there's a nose right here and an open mouth right here. All right. Can you see it? Yeah. And so I've got many faces, uh, many, many, many faces. Um, once I started seeing faces, I was like, wow, this is unreal. And I would zoom in, I would crop the orb circle and faces every now and then you see a perfect face. Do you have your own channel, Bonnie Chomp? No, no, but I do different. I do work with other people and um, I have presentations and Zooms and um, with different paranormal people and the spiritual people. So I have done a lot of work, but I don't have my own channel yet. So this material is just waiting to be, you know, I just, I'm a father and it's just hard to get it all together. But, but um, yeah, I, I, if you, you can imagine what we could do with these pictures and share yeah, them, you know. I'm, I'm sure a lot of these uh, people listening now would love to sort of follow you and if, especially if you had your own channel. Yeah. And so um, the, the first time I communicate with them, I ask if you're real to show me a sign and you see the orb over the altar in this picture? Uh, right above it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I started taking pictures and they started posing over that same spot, even with different cameras, to show us that they were sentient beings. Like uh, this, is the, this is the same room, but with a different camera. And I call these pictures confirmation that they were absolutely real and absolutely trying to show themselves um, as you can't see it because it's cut off there. But I have about 20 to 30 pictures where they pose over that same spot, showing that they are with us, that they wow. are with us. Wow. I, I probably so, wouldn't want to be you. I probably wouldn't want to keep having bloody things in my photos. Get away. <laughs> <laughs> Take a picture of a kid and you keep getting away. So, but um, do they do that? Do they get in your way sometimes when you're actually maybe taking pictures of your kid? Um, yeah, but I don't mind it. <laughs> That's bright. That's a bright one. I mean, that 
you know, if that's if that's dust, you would need to. I mean, look at the stuff coming off of it, but you would need something shining on that in order for it to reflect back into the camera. So that looks like it's self-illuminating. Yeah, and uh, look at this one. This one right here was a really bright one that I took one day. Um, look how bright this one is that I'm I'm about to show. It's definitely not the moon, is it? Because that is really bright. Nope, it's not the moon. That is, I mean, literally, you can see the rays coming off of the, uh, wow. That is really bright. Yeah, and um, I've got a couple of those in my life, you know, in, my, in this span. But um, when you zoom in on that, it gets brighter and brighter. It's actually, it's actually quite, quite amazing. Next question, then. Have you seen any UFOs? I'm just yes. Right, I yes. Um, just like you were talking earlier about Stephen Greer, I actually did his protocols where I had my laser pointer, I had the walkie-talkies, I had the CE5 app, and I was doing his meditation and doing what he says to do to call them. And I did it solidly for two weeks. And after two weeks, I had my first experience, and one actually appeared. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. And it communicated to me in the sky and was um, moving around the sky, flashing a light at different intervals. And it and the light would be go from light to medium to bright. And wow. when I would say thank you to it, it would do a long, bright light to say thank you back. Wow. Wow. And, and that's recorded too. I have oh, that brilliant. recorded. You got you got to have your own channel, man. You'd be you'd, oh, I'm sure all of these people here would love to to go on folly. I would. This is just the tip of the iceberg. My out of body experiences are a whole different story. The things I've done out of the body are amazing. I've been able to merge with UFOs and out of the body experiences, and they turned into like chariots. And then I've been able to fly across the sky with a UFO that turned into a chariot, or they'll turn into uh, an artifact, and I feel infused with this powerful love. Wow, you've you got to sort yourself out with a channel. We, we, we all want to you know, follow you. Okay. Amanda uh, wrote, you're a beautiful soul. I'm guessing that's you and not me. Um, well, we're all one, so she, she's talking about you. Oh, no. um, so, someone, um, sorry, someone, uh, do you meditate and eat clean? Um, I do, I do. Was you doing that before you come across the orbs or was you doing that after you come across the orbs? I was doing that before the orbs. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, hi, Thoth. Thoth has wrote Thank hi. You, Thank you, Jenny. Thank you so much, love. Yeah, so, Jenny yeah. wrote you're a high vibration. Uh, Enki Ia has wrote, has he ever been hypnotized? Have you ever been hypnotized? No. Okay. I'm just reading questions out that people are asking you. That's, this is why you should have your own channel. I get, you'd be... Busy all day long, but 
Um, yeah, you're quite right. Quite right. Quite right about that. <laughs> Ask the question. I mean, this is why you should have your own channel. Jude has asked this question, which you'd probably do on your own channel. Can you demonstrate this effect right now? Yeah, I mean, I could. Uh, yeah, I could if I wanted to. Yeah, I could. Um, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna show you the video before I leave. I'll show you a video I made when I was. Uh, I didn't see anything in this video, but I was playing with them, imagining if they were there, and they were there when I when I finally looked at the video. It was amazing. Yeah, I'd love to see it. Uh, just while you're sorting that out, Tom's has wrote many. Many came out of my dog when she passed three years ago. Someone's asked, uh, I'll let you answer this, obviously. Coke, Coke, other words, what do you think they are? What do I think now? What do you think they are? Well, oh, I think, I think they're anything non-physical, which could mean... Um, extraterrestrials who can leave their body and come down and say hi it could be um interdimensional beings coming from the earth um it could be um um guides it could be um anything you could think of that's non-physical okay that's a fair, fair answer absolutely uh enki's enki has wrote Say this phrase out loud. I turn my DNA on and on and on. Not sure what that's referring to. Uh, I guess your video is on, on another phone that you're just going to yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to show it as soon as it uh, charges up. Kerry broke. Do these all actually communicate with you? I know you've you said they're sentient, but have they given you any other than the word love? Is there anything else I guess that yes. you feel they've given you information on? Yes. Um, they've communicated to me that they are connected to crop circles, connected to the beings that create crop circles. Right. So that would be exactly what I've been saying. Okay, that's good. That's yeah. here. And um, the reason why I say that is because um, I had a, a kind of experience where um, one day I took a picture with a friend's camera of myself showing him the orbs and they appeared in a certain pattern. It looked like a cross, three on top and one big one on the bottom. And um, the next morning I woke up and I walked outside and that same symbol was outside of my door represented by anthills the three on top forming a pyramid with a big ball of light on the bottom. So I started wondering, are they connected to crop circles? Um, and then I realized that what I've been doing to, to look into these orbs was actually cropping orb circles, crop wow. circles. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> and, then, and then I had an experience um, which uh, I, was, um, I was taken out of my body and the beings communicated to me telepathically and told me that the, uh, we are the ones who are responsible for crop circles. And, um, and then they, um, they did something to me. Um, the only way I can explain it is like, it felt like they were tattooing my brain. And when I woke up the next morning and looked into the cropped orb circles, 
I couldn't see the faces like I had normally seen them before. Now, this was after an awakening I had by zooming in on these orbs and having this consciousness explosion where I felt connected to the universe and I felt no fear. And so after that, I was started cropping orb circles on a daily basis to try to feel like I get my eyes back. And so it was, um, so what, what was happening is I would, I'd have to show people the orbs, the cropped orb, and then they would show me what they would see and they would help me get my eyes back. I know it sounds funny, but that was the only way that I could see what I had previously was able to see very easily again. So wow. this video, this video right here, um, I would, this is the first time I actually tried this. And um, this is this is the video right here. Now, every time I discover something new, it always opens up more questions with these guys. And I'm still discovering like, like, what, you know, what, 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 you know, what's going on a little bit, but um, I have a pretty good grasp on it. Um, did you, did people probably ask, did you have a fan on just in case they're thinking that that? No, no, not in this video. No. And so what you're going to see here is watch when my hands come together and watch what comes out from underneath my hands. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's pretty impressive, that is. And see my head right there? Look at my head. And you couldn't see these at this point? No, no. That's pretty impressive, that is. You've got to have your own channel. <laughs> get out of here and get your own channel, bro. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm fascinated. I think it's amazing. And uh, I, I know everyone here is fascinated by it. You'll end up being on coast to coast <laughs> talking about these kind of things. I've, I've heard many on there doing these. This is great stuff. Well documented as well. You've, you've uh, done a good job keeping a record of why you took that picture and what it represented at the time. So this is what it looks like when you look inside of them. And you see all the eyes and faces. So I guess the next question that you really need to have is you should get an ultra, ultra slow motion camera if you can. Uh, Even phones, uh, but I mean, like, you know, professional slow motion camera and then catch these all moving around, then you'd be able to really scrutinize it. Right, right. Because the the orbs that created the Oliver Castle crop circle, the two orbs that were filmed, um, Linda Moulton Howe and a couple of other people have, have watched the original tapes and can actually see a spark literally just before they start making the crop go down. They see a spark actually happen in the orbs. In other words, they, the two orbs probably communicate with each other. So that's why I say if you slow 
had a you know high speed camera it would be really cool to be able to see what's moving inside if anything right right well, they're, they're amazing pictures i mean you know i've, I've been doing filming for <laughs> a very long time since i was 13 on all sorts of cameras um and i i have got a couple of pictures of orbs uh but not nowhere near as what you've got yeah and um like i said once i found out they were real it was over i was like okay let's go everyone line up let's take some pictures every day taking pictures every day and they would turn into these beautiful things like that right there or, the, or this right here a lot of golden light beings the ball of light would go through so what i would do is like let's say um in this file right here this is two different camera files right here this is a, a canon power shot and so these are two different cameras right here with, with different pictures and you, you can get an example of what i do this is what i do to see the movement how i track the movement of them is i'll take one picture and then go between them like this so you can see the way this one moved over here okay that's good because go. of, right when you're using um a flash on your camera you will capture you know bugs and you know all sorts of other things insects etc which could look like orbs um so uh, that's why if you had a slow motion camera uh, then you could rule out whether they're bugs or not. Obviously, I, I believe in orbs and everything, and some of the ones you've got, you know, they're all pretty much circles, so um, you don't normally get bugs that amount all being a circle. Right. That's correct. That's a good one. You like that one? Yeah, that's a really good one. I like the ones when I'm in the house and they appear... Cause like they really look amazing when they're in the house, like this one right here. Like it's just it's just fascinating to think that this is actually real. You know, it's really it's really amazing, and um, you know, like I said, it's all connected to consciousness. And um, you know, as long as your consciousness is in love and truth, and you ask them to show, they show every single time. Mm. There was a video I saw a long time ago, but it was a security camera outside and inside a church. And the security camera caught an orb going towards the wall of the church. And it went through the wall and actually carried on the other side with the internal camera capturing it. So, you know, that is not a bug. That wasn't um, a reflection of light. It was actually... Something. You there? Yeah, I'm still here. So this face right here, I see the eye right here and an eye right here and a little pointy nose right here and an open mouth right here. Yeah, I, I can see what you're seeing, yeah. So that was my that was with a friend's camera too. Like, it's not the same camera. All these pictures are many different cameras. And every camera, like, when I first started it, I would experiment with every camera I could find. I would call up friends and tell them to bring their... So one thing I discovered, too, right, is when you crop an orb circle, you zoom in on it, 
download the picture and let's say you get it developed and you're ho I'm holding it right here. I'm holding a cropped orb. And what I found out is when you hold one of these pictures and then take a digital picture of yourself holding the cropped orb, look what appears right next to it. Another orb? Yes. Looking, looking at itself. And so I was giving workshops for a while and showing people demonstrating that they could take orbs of pictures of themselves and hold these cropped orbs. And we took a picture together on a different camera. And these are people holding orbs, cropped orbs, and the orbs appearing right next to them. Hmm. Wow. Clever. That's a good, uh, good little way of testing something. That's cool. That's clever. That is well done. Wow. You can see the energy of it manifesting a little bit right here too. Well, tell me what your channel is going to be called. All right. Well, thank you for having me. And this is, my, this is my confirmation now. Remember I, I showed you how they pose over the altar in my apartment? Yeah. So now I've moved since then, and I asked them to show me that they're still with me, and this is what they do. They appear perfectly balanced now on straight lines. Okay. That's interesting. As above, so below. Look. That's cool. So I don't want to take too much time away from your viewers. I appreciate you. Um, no. you know, <laughs> thank you very me. much. Yeah, thank you for the gifts, everyone. Uh, shoot me a follow. I, um, in love and truth and beauty, I call these lovely lights. And um, we, everyone has this ability. Look at your pictures, guys. They're in there. They're everywhere. I've just clicked follow, so I'm sure other people will as well. Good. What a nice guy. Lovely. Well done. And I do talk a lot about the sons of God in Anunnaki um, and about how there was a specific race of Anunnaki that um, were the greatest ones. Like they, can, they had power over the elements and nature worked for them. And um, so there's a beautiful tale about how there was but there were, the earth was Pangea at that time where all the continents were together and these beings could control the weather. They had power over the law of spirit and matter. So they could, you know, they could take a rock uh, and make it weigh. Uh, and they could, um, they could reverse the weight of a rock and make it weigh light as a feather, make a five ton rock weigh as light as a feather. So um, there's a beautiful story about these beings. Um, at that time, I believe there was many different races, but this specific race were deemed the title sons of God. And um, these beings were, um, had control of the elements and nature worked for them. They didn't, and, but at the same time, other Anunnaki were on the planet too. And they had to like, they weren't as evolved as these beings. So they had to kind of work and, 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 and slave for the everything and 
but they didn't have they didn't have the knowledge as, as this one group did. So I believe we're all descendants from these different races of beings, and um, you know, and these these sons of God um, also use uh, bread with us so that one day their genetic line will come up in a human. And I think that human was that being that they call Christ, while he also said he was a son of God, you know, which was very interesting. Right. That's interesting. Yeah, that's brilliant. I was just looking at it, uh, some of the questions that people are asking. Um, so yeah, that, that book um, that I'm talking about is, is called Initiation from Elizabeth um, Heitch. And uh, she goes through a past life regression in ancient Egypt. And um, she was able to, um, she was connected to this specific group of race of Anunnaki that were deemed the sons of God. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, so, so yeah, that's about it for now. Besides, I'll let someone else come on up and share your awesome energy. I know, you've, uh, I think you've got the energy today. It's brilliant. Well done. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's pretty brilliant, man. When I found out this was real, like I said, life became even more of an adventure of just taking pictures and videos with these guys and figuring what it's all about. Wow. Yeah, you've got loads. <laughs> you've really got to have your own channel. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. And like I say, I've been filming all sorts of stuff for, for <laughs> so many years. Um, but, you know, you've already caught more orb than I've ever caught in my life filming, and I've been filming probably more times than you've had hot dinners. So, yeah, wow. Amazing. Yeah, I can go, I can go on and on and on. Now, uh -huh. I've taken pictures, like, this is snow, right? I've taken pictures with snow, but it seems like the orbs can show themselves even more with snow. But I also believe in what Dr. Masuru Emoto says about uh, how we can activate the crystalline structure of water. And so basically I was just thinking, well, it's snowing anyway. I'm taking pictures for orbs. So let me send my awareness into the snow and bring positive energy out the snow. And when you zoom in on some of the snow, I don't know if it, if it actually changes the structure of the snow, just being in a higher frequency, but the orbs come out even brighter sometimes using snow. Oh, that's good. No, see, this is all the information people want to hear. In fact, Coates has asked, he won't say what channel, question mark. Uh, I'm sure when he gets the channel up and running, he will let us know. Uh, Robert wrote, are they sentient? Yes, the guest has said he 100% believes that they are sentient. Someone's wrote, uh, Widowmakers wrote, be careful, I have had these entities do similar things. They're demons. What would you yeah. say? What do I say to that? That, that this person's saying, be careful, they might be demons. I say that... Um... 
I say demons would uh, probably leave me alone because I vibrate so high with love and I've had so many loving experiences that they can't come into my circle. And on, you know what I mean? That's what I would say. And I, would say you know, and I don't really believe in demons. Um, the only demons I know are humans. If, you, if they come the closest to demons anyway, certain humans, like narcissists and all that stuff. But when it comes to the word, the universe, um, out from my own experiences, when you vibrate to love and truth and beauty, the universe will reflect it back at you and often amplify those feelings of love. Alfredo wrote, are they family members that have passed? Oh, but the amount that he's got, I don't think, I'd hate to think that there that's a lot of family members that have passed. But do you, do you have any sort of fairly recent people that may have passed in your life? Um, I'm a caregiver, and I've been a CNA for over 20 years. So I have experienced a lot of loved ones who have passed over. But you know um, what? But, your you know, energy uh, that doesn't surprise me that you're a caregiver doesn't surprise me at all. I think you've, you've got that. As people have said, you've got that loving nature. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. So it's just about you know um that like that still falls into the anything non-physical. Like it could be past loved ones, um, or it could be um, you know, an extraterrestrial, you know, out of the body. But um, this is the love one again. This is love, L O V E. Does look like it, doesn't it? Wow. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Riz. Thank you, of uh, Pegasus. Thank you, guys. So. <laughs> I'll leave you alone with these with these amazing beings while I go and I'll be in the comments. <laughs> oh, brilliant. No, thank you so much for taking the time. All right. Thank you, uh, my friend, my new friend. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Bye bye. 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 Um, I look forward to his channel. I would definitely follow him. Um, amazing. Uh, so, obviously, if anyone wants to chat with me or talk to me or show me stuff, um, if you've got over a thousand followers, you can press some sort of button to to, to request being a chat. Um, I don't know actually you know, how it works properly, but um, I've never needed to do it. But if you want to, you can. Uh, so I'm just going to scroll down now because obviously people are chatting about his stuff. So um, I'm going to scroll a little bit further down if there's any questions that I can read. Sorry, I'm just trying to find questions that's not related to what he, you know, his uh, things. Uh, Robert Hockers wrote, crop circles are man-made, not not by orbs. <sighs> okay, Robert, I've done a video that literally destroys... Well, first of all, we've got a carving of them from... Um, oh, I think it was the 1600s. So that you know that ends that ends the debate there and then but uh, let's pretend that that carving is fake and it's not as old as it is even though it is the the, the man-made ones were done um allegedly by uh, Doug and Dave back in the late 70s but 
in the 60s, Sir Patrick Moore, in a newspaper and on a news channel, actually said he flew over a crop circle. So straight away, Doug and Dave weren't doing it 20 years before, or at least 10 years before. So, and then, then also they happen around the world at the same time. Doug and Dave couldn't have done that. So everyone, all these crop circles would have had to be man-made by loads of different people, all for a giggle. Um, there's, watch my video, I go into it in detail. Um, just scrolling down. <laughs> Inky Ears wrote, Crop circles are real, they're instructions in math patterns to give us blueprints to build tech. See, I would say no to that, A, because... Back in the 1600s, um, we we didn't have tech. Second of all, some of these crop circles, you need to be a at least a 1,000 foot high. And we didn't have the technology back then to go that high. If they were for us, they would have made them smaller so we could see them. Uh, so there's loads of reasons why they're not for us. Loads of reasons. And, you know, and even then... Crop circles, sorry, there's a kettle boiling in the background. Even then, crop circles are not always crop circles. They can be birds. They can be all sorts of um, different creatures, spiders and whatever else. So they they know what other creatures look like. So if they're going to help us, you wouldn't do crop circles um, that we have no... You know, they've been doing them since, at least since the 1600s. So, and that was to do with the mowing devil, what they called the mowing devil. So if we haven't figured it out by now and they're smarter than us, they would know that we haven't figured it out by now. Stop. <laughs> Wait till we get the technology to be able to understand the crop circles. Uh, so they're not for us. Never never was for us. Uh, Mookie Lee has wrote, can you do a live? Can you do this on live? That was to do that guy. Um... Uh, Mookie has wrote, I'm communicating with orbs. Uh, Kerry's wrote, I'm so amazed by this. The good thing is, it, he literally backed up everything that I have been saying for for 40 years of research. So, that's, that's good. Uh, Enki's wrote, uh, look up where most crop circles are found, then look up what military bases are nearby. Um... Well, the thing is, crop circles that are not just in crop. They're in, they can be in snow... Um, sorry, there's a microwave in the background now. Um, so yeah, they're not, you know, it's not just in England either. There's, there's it's in Australia, it's, it's everywhere. Uh, crop circles can be. Uh, Michel's wrote, what's his channel called? He hasn't got a channel yet, um, but you could just follow his name, which I've done in case he does do videos. Uh, Deke has wrote, so, sad I've missed this. I'm going to put this on... Thank you, Jess. I'm going to put this on YouTube for people if because I've had a couple of guests. And if you do want to chat to me now or tell me off or whatever, feel free to hit that. If you've got a thousand, you need I think you need a thousand followers in order to go live. But if you've got that and you want to chat to me or talk to me or just tell me a story, um, I'm here. That's what that's what I'm here for today. Let you guys chat. Shooters wrote, anyone who looks at my pics and videos without the slightest prompt will see exactly what I see. I'm trying to click on it only because I might end up cutting everyone off. Um, people still talking. 
about that guy. Uh, I'm just trying to find ones now where it's not talking about that guy. Um, Mookulus wrote, you can also do this effect with show start speed. Yeah, I mean, you can, um, you can recreate orbs, um, certainly with dust as well, but, um, some of the videos that he had there, there was one particular one that, um, was almost identical to one that was near my mum, not, not before she passed, but, um, prior to that, when she was in a, in Costa Coffee or, or Weatherspoons or something like that, um, and her neighbour who was with her took a picture, and this freaking orb just appeared from nowhere, went up, went round, and then flew off again. Small one, very similar to what he just showed me, which is why I know not not all of his videos, you know, are fake. I think they're, or not, I wouldn't say fake, um, are mistaken as orbs. I would say he's he's managed to capture some amazing ones there. Some of them might just be dust, dust particles, but that's why, um, you know, if you had a slow motion camera, we could sort of zoom in and see the what it is actually um but no it's i think it's really cool um Mookulus wrote light streaks yeah some some bugs do give if you've got the flash on and you've got a certain setting on your camera depending on which camera you're using you will get um a bug that gives us you know obviously because of slow, slow shutter speed depending on what settings but yeah you can get streaks of light um especially with a flash as well um, but, but, you know, some of the ones that I've saw of his, I think are genuine, absolutely genuine orbs. Um, uh, Michel's wrote, how did he see them for the first time? I think he said occasionally you could see them out of his eye. He had out of body experiences and he, um, started taking pictures and saw them and then started asking for them to turn up. Sorry, just scrolling down. Uh, people were saying they've seen them out their naked eye on the per peripheral, which is exactly what he said. Um, if anyone wants to chat with me, that's why I'm here. You know, just um, click the whatever it is you need to click to chat with me. Uh, Kerry's wrote, he needs to go on coast to coast. Yeah, I said that as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, Um, Michel's right, I can't see him, can't find him to see his pictures anywhere. I don't think he has them on his site yet, um, but I followed him just in case he does start putting them up. Uh, uh, J-A-E, I don't know how you pronounce that, has wrote, I'm a night walker who loves speaking with nature, This is this world is so magical. Um, Enki had wrote, asked him if he's, if he was in the news, I think I remember seeing him. Unfortunately, he's, he's not on here now, but he may have heard me read that out. Thank you, Ashley. Um, I was going to say Ashley there, and I realised it's got an A in there. Uh, hopefully I pronounced that correctly. Thank you again, Ash, Ashley. Uh, I, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I feel really bad if I'm not. Ashley. Ashley. Um... Uh, just scrolling down. Um, I'm still, people are still talking about what the orbs is. 
Fascinating, wasn't it? Uh, really nice to have him on. I mean, the fact that he was a carer, you know, and he's got these orbs around him, I mean, that just now, you know, now it shut for me. It was like, of course, that just makes so much sense. I don't know about you guys, but to me, that made so much sense. Uh, just scrolling down. Uh, people were still talking about that. Um, sorry, trying to get down to a little bit nearer towards. If anyone wants to chat with me, today's the day that I didn't really want to chat. It was if you guys are just, if you've got a thousand followers, I think you need, unfortunately, that's the way TikTok works. Uh, uh, Truth Surgeon wrote, no, the people who wrote the Bible said Jesus was the Son of God. Um, I think that's referring to what my guest was talking about um inky wrote can he comment so we can add him um hopefully you followed him i did when while he was chatting um he might still be listening now i don't know uh roberts wrote uh to do with the orbs orbs Inky Ears wrote, I'm surprised TikTok hasn't shut us down. <laughs> Thank you, Ashley. Um, that's nice of you. I haven't seen your name before, uh, so maybe it's your first time listening. Thank you. Normally I waffle on for a while. Uh, yeah, he's there still now. Uh, the, the person that we that had the orbs, his name is, he's just pinned it. Yes, yes you are. Um, so... If you look for the person called Yes You Are and just click follow. Told you everyone wants to watch your, your channel. Um, so definitely. Uh, so Brown Eyes has asked where you was located. Um, April's wrote, but what are, what about, sorry, but what are orbs? As this person said, he believes they're not physical beings. Um, my take on orbs uh, from talking to clairvoyance mediums and all that other stuff is that they're an energy force that also joins with us at some point and then leaves us so in other words they become our soul our spirit uh but then eventually they go back around again and so on uh people talking snow uh sorry i'm still trying to read these uh, Roberts wrote, I've worked for MUFON for 50 years as well as other agencies. I know about them. Excellent. Um, I, I've, I'm wondering if he was there during the Bigelow period. That, If he was, that must have really, really hurt when he came on and paid to get in there and then literally nicked your information. That must, uh, that would really help me up. Um he would have been better off just saying, look, I'll pay you for the information than, than trick you. But anyway, uh, but you guys do a good job, MUFON. I think MUFON, anyone that knows what MUFON is, I think, you know, I think you do a great job, you guys. Uh, Shooters wrote, where can I take a few of my pics or videos to have them authenticated, meaning not man-made? Um, if you're referring to orbs, it's really difficult because people would need to know the circumstances, whether you had lights on, whether you had, um, uh, you know, a flash on, 
um, what kind of shutter speeds, you know, lots of different things. So it's really, really difficult. I mean, do what this guy done and literally ask for the orbs. And I've heard other people's, you know, I've seen other people's stories of where they do the same. They ask for the orbs to appear. So you can ask for them to appear and if you're lucky they will appear so if you can repeat that more than once or twice then you've got your answer as to whether or not they're sentient and whether or not it's just dust so if you can repeat the same process that he's done uh risk the business where ask them to give you the lottery numbers um it's a fair fair question uh uh, I'm not sure how you pronounce it. I think it's I I Luhu has wrote demons didn't even leave Jesus alone. Uh, don't remember reading that, but um, uh, more to life has wrote we are the demons, the angels, the Amiga, the Alpha, the Holy Grail. I'm guessing you've not watched my video on who Jesus' father was. At time of writing, of or at time of just saying that, I ha I've had it on all day, and no one has said I'm wrong. Technically, no one's actually wrote anything so far before I came on live. Um, so either, you know, people have watched it, so either I'm right and they can't answer it, or I'm wrong and they can't be bothered to, to answer it. So either way, I'll take it as a win. Um, uh, still scrolling down. Nitwit Productions, what a cool name, has wrote, Is an orb a dark crystal shard? So an orb, from everything that I have learned, is uh, a life form that's energy. An energy, um, it, anything in its natural state, apparently, is a... A circle so even an atom it turns out to be a circle um, so you know in its most restful state that's why I guess planets because of gravity maybe or whatever it is um, it's a circle and these are eternal and they're sentient and they join apparently with our pineal gland um, while we're in the womb and become a hard drive literally learning everything that we learn john e has wrote indian burial ground if any oh there's people who do want to chat sorry i didn't see that my bad uh we've got lewis and alfredo i'll tell you what i'm going to accept both of you guys if i can and you guys can chat to each other as well because you you but you guys are so cool hello mr Atri. hello Hello, Bob. Hello. Hello there. Can you hear me? I can hear you, and uh, have we got the other one on? Yes. Alfredo? Yeah, both of you guys are here. Go ahead. Uh, whoever wants first, go ahead. Hey, I would just like to say thank you for all this research you're doing, and we get to, uh, to, to hear... Uh, week in and week out. Oh, thank you. I'm guessing that's Lewis talking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're one of your favorite students, let's say. 
Oh, bless you. Thank you, Lewis. Thank you. That's very nice of you. Uh, but I do have a question. Um, have you worked it out where uh, Jesus might have traveled uh, throughout his, uh, to his adult life? You know, there's speculations. He was in Egypt. He was here. He I have heard that, but I've not, I, I don't really, you've probably heard me say, I don't really sort of follow his adult life simply because um, whatever's written is the only thing we can go by. And yes, there is inconsistency in the Bible. So it's kind of um, difficult for me to, to verify other than if there's only one bit of information then it's really difficult for me to, you know, work out whether it's 100% correct or not. So I, I don't really know the answer to that. I mean, you know, from from Israel, you can walk to Egypt. You know, it's you don't need a boat or anything. Uh, so, so it's totally possible that he, you know, he did go to Egypt. Uh, hmm. Interesting, interesting. And it would make sense because if if he is who I said he was, then Marduk did. Marduk was his dad. Then Marduk. Marduk would have had uh, a strong influence on Egypt, obviously, because he was the one trying to, you know, well, originally he was Ra, and then he became Artem, and then, um, so he, he, he would have had strong ties to Egypt. Yeah, that's what I would think also. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, other than that, I don't really... I, do you see what I mean? It's if if there's only one sort of text, then I either take that as gospel or or, um, or don't. I, I, so I so I try and avoid looking into his adult life just simply because there's nothing to. to there's you know it's, it's not like the Anunnaki's because they've got buildings, so I can say aha they were there because their temples there. That makes sense. Whereas Jesus, I've kind of got nothing to grab onto. You know, it's not like he's got a building that he goes back to, or it's not like he's got, you know, a spaceport or, or you know, anything, gold mines or anything that you can look into with the Anunnaki. Like, there's nothing for me to look into for him other than just what's yeah. written in, in a book. So that's why I sort of avoid it, really. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I think that's uh, why it's so open-ended, you know, when people are talking about uh, in the Bible, Jesus said this or did that, and, you know, you can't really say, you know, I think it's, you know, it's it's not true, but uh, because I don't think anybody was around when Jesus was, uh, you know, doing most of what they said he was, but, you know, it's, you know, there's just nothing there, like you said, there's nothing there. Just yeah. People wanting to prop them up to their own uh, advantages, for, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, even if even if it was written, you know, three years after Jesus had done those things, I, I can't remember what I had for dinner yesterday, let alone recalling someone else's conversation that they had three years ago, you know, and, and supposedly it's anywhere between 80 to 100 years after that the Bible was written. So I, I would struggle to say that it was all accurate for sure. Yeah, yeah. How are you though, Lewis? You okay? You doing well? Yes, I'm doing well, thank you. And I was uh, 
holding on not to trying to say anything because I'm I'm uh, always on your Patreon page learning stuff. So when you had that out, I'm like, oh no, I want to tell people, and I said, no, no, I gotta wait. <laughs> what do you so, think? Probably yeah. the only even my daughter hasn't bothered uh, watching that Jesus video. <laughs> thing. What's your thoughts on well, who his father it's, was? It's, well, I, I think it's, uh, you know, it, it's good research, right? Uh, because when you talk about, uh, like, when Jesus was born, you know, they kind of describe his personal appearance. Wasn't he uh, glowing as well? Don't, don't they mention that in the Bible? Didn't he Same as Noah. That was yeah. just Noah, not Jesus? No, and, and Noah. Yeah. Yeah. So those are all the uh, traits of uh, the Anunnaki uh, breeding with us. You know, when the babies come out with that, you know, that, that glow or that, you know, non-human what, whatever. Yeah. So, yes. Yes. You know, I think it's, uh, it, it's, it's totally, totally feasible that 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 was the issue. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'll take that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I asked too. Where are all the uh, the religious people that would be on here wanting to to snap at your research or what have you? But oh, I know. I was I was petrified this morning when I put it up. <laughs> I was like looking at my phone because the YouTube one up went went up at midnight or something, and I was like, "Here we go, right? Come on, and let's let's read all the naysayers and you know, and nothing, nothing, no one said anything." Well, so, oh, <laughs> it's probably better that way. So they got to yeah. wait to think of an answer. They got to you know run it through their people, their channel. Well, he was, he was right about this and that. What do we say about you know? You know how they have to do you know. Well, they're going to hate the Satan one when I release that. <laughs> Literally, I show, I show almost word for word, um, the. Oh, I don't want to spoil it, but I, I show word for word from the the Bible about. Um, oh, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, literally, it's not. It's not what so you love. Spoil, you love spoiling your own research. Come on, <laughs> I try not to. <laughs> <laughs> filmmaker and me giving the little teaser trailers out there uh, well go ahead Pegasus I don't want to steal the floor well, well look oh, firstly I just want to say thank you for um, you know all of the research that you've done and the way that you've brought that research to the fore I, I think that you've woken up a lot of people and I think you've forced a lot of people to question what it is they believe and, and what they've been taught. So firstly, thank you for that. Wow. Uh, yeah, thank you. Oh, look, I'm pretty sure you'll, you'll see uh, comments, you know, of people who uh, have said, you know, they, they struggle to go to church now because they look at everything differently. And I think that was the purpose of, of why you did all of this. Not necessarily to go after the church, but to make people question, um, what it is they've been taught so 
firstly, thank you for that. Secondly, I just wanted to talk about something that we uh, doesn't really get spoken about, which is um, sleep paralysis. Yeah. Have you had? So, I, I did. I had something exceedingly strange happen to me that I still to this day can't explain. Right? So, basically, I moved into a unit that was brand new. I was the first person to live in this unit. And so it was my ex and I in this unit. And we both started to experience, um, how do I say this, a, a weight on your chest. And it, it's so difficult to get up, right? And it, it's a feeling like a force pushing you down, okay? Um, and I, I would physically have to fight through that, that force to be able to get up. Um, and it, it was happening um, on a pretty frequent basis. It's never happened to me before. It's never happened to me since. It only happened in that place. Um, and how do I say this? So it got so bad that my ex refused to come back to the uh, refused to come back to the unit. Okay. Um, and the so the, the final time that it happened. So this was the the, the time that made me go, that's it, I'm not dealing with it anymore, right? So, I just, just had a car accident, so I got hit by a truck, and was in a lot of pain. So, I went to lay down, and, which I did, and then, mm, would have been roughly anywhere between 2am and 4am, um, I was inherently aware of three beings in the room with me. And two of them were non-human. So the one that was apparently human, I'm not even going to say it was human. I don't know what it was, but it it felt like it resembled a human to some extent. Right? The other two were, I don't know how else to say this, but they were the, the purest, purest definition of a reptilian. Um, and, sorry, uh, Clem, just to let you know, y yes, I, I was uh, an exotic male dancer. I don't do it anymore since I hurt my back. Anyway, but we won't go into that now. Um, the point of what I was saying was that I saw these things up close and personal. Like, they were that close to me, I could see the scales around, around their eyes. And I, I, was, I was absolutely paralysed, could not move, right? Um, they were... They were telling me telepathically to relax and it's okay, we're not going to hurt you, all this sort of stuff. Um, and obviously, I was kick, trying to kick and scream and, and yeah, wasn't working, okay? Then they put an, an object, silver object, like a, looked like a cutthroat razor, to my throat, just to my right, the, my right hand thyroid. And... So they ran this thing along my skin, and as they ran along, I could hear every single hair being cut. Okay, and it wasn't like, you know when you shave, you get that kind of scraping sound? It wasn't like that, it was like each individual hair was snapping. Okay, and then I, I was kicking, I was trying to move around and couldn't move, and then that was it, that's all I remember. Okay, I woke up the next morning went straight to the bathroom 
and there was a coin-sized hole that had been cut in my beard, a perfect circle. And it was, I don't know how else to explain it, but it was like, like my skin was, was like baby skin. You couldn't feel stubble underneath. It was just back to normal skin. And it took about six months for the hair to grow back. Wow. So, and then after that, I was like, that is it. I am not doing this. And I left the unit. I just up and pretty much up and left everything. So, I'm I'm somebody who um, I'm not afraid to get into, uh, or I'm not afraid to have confrontation. Um, but that there was that exceeded confrontation. That I, I can't even explain to you to this day what the hell that was. But um, yeah, absolutely yes, yes. Coats, you are a hundred percent right. It was. Terrifying. Could I ask a question about the reptilians? So, so the sizes of these characters, what size would you say? Are they sort of three foot, four foot, six foot, eight foot? No, no, no. Between, between six and eight foot. Easy. They right. were much, much bigger than I was. Much bigger than me. And the, the way that they, they didn't, they didn't actually talk to each other. They they were looking at each other, communicating telepathically, but I could hear them talking to each other. Right. And what, can I ask what the time difference was between you and your girl partner having the chest issues and then the day that the, or night that the, this event happened? Is it sort of continuous? This all happened, this all happened over the course of six months. Right. The reason why I said that is because the the from from everything that I've learned, when you have that that pressure on your chest, that is either a poltergeist or a I hate to even use the word demonic, which which would be more like the din, um, but more more than likely a poltergeist of some description. That type of um, bad juju juice, <laughs> for want of a better word, so something bad. So so I'm wondering whether the whether the uh, reptilians and the extra character were there to see what's going on with you, with the other. So I, I think those two are, are separate because I can't imagine the right. needing to, to, you know, force your chest, you know, pressure. And did you have to okay. deal with that by by any chance? So what? I, so what I think it was. Okay, so the way that I, I came, and I'm not going off any other evidence other than what I felt, right? It felt like, um, yes, there were, there were two separate incidents, right? Or, or two, two they, they were two separate things. But I feel like partly because of the work that I was doing at the time and, you know, the things that were happening in my life, I was under a huge amount of stress. I'd just started my business. I was pushing myself to the absolute max, and I think that made me susceptible to psychic attack. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's that's um, what. Okay, yeah. And, that's what the thing would do. Yeah, and and you know the the thing is that so in in my in my uh, family's culture, so um, I'm from I'm originally from South Africa. I live in Australia now. Um, 
my so my great grandparents were known as very very I don't know how else to say it but they they were very spiritual people and people would would come to them in the town when things were not going right or, or, or whatever right so like for example my my grandmother came across a family whose child had died like baby had died and the baby had been dead for I don't know an hour or so and they brought it to my grandmother and my grandmother wrapped the bag firstly rubbed the baby down in um, I think it was olive oil or coconut oil or something like that and like rub 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 and then next thing you know um, she restarted this child's life and wow. I know that that's a hundred and I know that that's a hundred percent real because I met this woman and she said to me if it wasn't for your grandmother I'd be dead so I know that that's real because you know why would somebody come up and say that to me if it wasn't real and the other thing was too that so in their town the the local caretaker of the school hung himself in the toilets of the school right and then shortly thereafter the children started seeing this apparition in the bathroom whenever they were going to the bathroom and this thing was was scaring all the kids you know this and that so they brought my my great-grandmother in and she apparently performed some sort of something and 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 i've heard this from a number of different people so it wasn't just one person i've heard this from right she, they said that she caught a spirit in a bottle and it looked like smoke swirling around in a bottle and they she said that they drove or my grandmother great grandmother drove a spike through the bottle into a tree and nailed the spirit into the tree and this thing was never seen again so I do believe that there are spirits I do believe that there are interdimensional entities which is what I think those reptilians were. They, because they they didn't, they obviously got into my unit somehow, and they didn't come through the door. They were just there, out of the darkness. So, you know, they, they must have some way to, you know, um, appear and, you know, and become tangible, become real somehow. So, like I said, I know that they didn't go through the doors or anything like that. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, you know, that to this day, that, that event is still by far the scariest thing that I've ever had happen. And, um, see you, Chanda, have a good one. Um, yeah, and, and it, it left me questioning everything. So, you know, I, I just know that sometimes, especially on, on your, your particular channel, we talk a lot about, um, we talk a lot about the Anunnaki and whatnot, but we don't really go into sleep paralysis, and I think that it, it might affect a lot more people than, you know, people want to uh, talk about. I, because I, think mm, I mean, just, about. I don't think that was actually sleep paralysis. You wouldn't, I mean, you and your partner wouldn't have it at, that, at the same time. So I, I, I would go back to the, the gin or, or some, you know, poltergeist or something. Of, of a negative energy as opposed to sleep paralysis because sleep paralysis to have two people at the same time it's you know it'd be probably almost impossible i would have thought so i i think yeah i think you was being targeted especially as you say 
everything matches you know you're you're under stress your energy's low your chakra's low that is the time that these entities come for you and obviously the reptilians weren't after you in a bad way otherwise you wouldn't be here now and, and that's the other thing too is i don't think they were there for bad at all i think that they were there for something that was positive for me and i'm saying that because my mum has thyroid issues so i don't know whether they did something to help me or, or whatever but i've never had any thyroid issues so i'm fingers crossed um but it, it was it was more the fact that one i was completely powerless zero could not fight in any way shape or form and um especially especially considering well i i consider myself to be a fairly um strong person mentally um i, I had i was i had no defense zero I so they paralyze you i think they because this is generally what we hear with you know the greys and everything they, they do paralyze people but it's not necessarily sleep paralysis because sleep paralysis is where you're asleep and then you realize that you're sleeping but you can't move whereas you to me it sounds like you when they came they literally just put you as a paralyzed you as opposed to sleep paralysis they just stopped you from moving which um you know is, is a common thing from all abductees they, they all get paralyzed but it's not necessarily sleep paralysis as such you know from a medical point of view well i, I noticed also so after this for a number of months after this i um would have what could only be described as seizures in my sleep and I was staying with friends and, and they would say to me, you know, like, we couldn't help it. We, we were watching you sleep and you were thrashing around in your sleep. Mm. So um, I don't know whether there was some lingering after effect or, or whatever it was, but I, I came to the conclusion that that may have been more to do with my, my brain not, not telling me that, you know, that I'd gone to sleep. So you know, right. your muscles still continue to act, but your brain's brain's asleep. Um, and it took it took a number of months for that to to stop. So you know, I think it. Uh, it hang on, it's my own fear amplified. Yeah, well, I, you know what? I, I I do feel as though they weren't doing because they didn't do anything negative. Yeah. Right. Um. But it was it was weird that. I actually had a physical, I had physical evidence of, of their, of them being there. Did you take a picture by any chance? Did I take a picture of your beard by any chance? Um, yeah, I might have one. I might have one somewhere. I'll, I'll have a look around for it. But um, just, sorry, just on, the, on, on that point, um, just from Mr. Yes, you are. So you know how all of his orbs were very circular, right? Yeah. Um, so I've got a picture. So something was in the last house that I was in, and like there was a presence in that house. And I had um, I've always got cameras set up all over my house, and something set off my motion detect camera, and the uh, the image was to me it looks like a face in an orb that's moving across the screen. Um, very, very right. strange, very strange. So, you know, in terms of those, the orbs that he was seeing, um, 
I 100% believe it, but for some reason I get the feeling they're attached to um, family members who are looking out for you. I don't know why, but um, you know, if if if, if your soul is pure energy, um, then it could be people that you've cared for, or people you care about, or you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, so you, you might. I mean, the other. Sorry, sorry, go. Sorry, go. No, I was just going to say, um, the other point that is where, for example, clairvoyants that become clairvoyants for the first time, you know, they start um, accepting in spirits, um, then all the spirits come. So I'm just wondering, you know, for example, from his point of view, once he realised he can see them, all of them came because they do want to try and communicate in their own way. Uh, which is what we hear from mediums, etc. You know, they have to try and shut them off after a while because you know <laughs> they could be doing ladies and gentlemen stuff in the bedroom with their partner, and and you can't got spirits trying to talk to them and stuff. So maybe he's got the same thing. You know, maybe because he's he's open to himself to it now that every Tom, Dick, and Harry, as we would say, um, is is trying. You know, every spirit is trying to you know, show show up and communicate. Funny, it's funny you mentioned that. The do you, have you ever seen that guy um, Tyler, who's the um, they call yeah. him the Hollywood medium? Yeah, yeah. Um, he was he was saying in one of the in one of the interviews that he did with somebody that 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 person's grandmother kept showing up, but he was doing inappropriate things at the time. Like every single time she showed up, that he was doing something inappropriate. <laughs> so you're right. So you so you, so you're right. They could well be, um, you know, they could well be showing up at inappropriate times and I, I don't know about you but that um that scares me a bit because i'm always doing inappropriate things so, <laughs> <laughs> I, look you know, and and when it comes down to it like i said i think all of these things are, are also dependent on how much you're willing to believe them you know what i mean there, there are yeah. people out there who don't believe in spirits so they'll never see spirits no i agree i agree I mean, like that guy, you know, he had a, you could just tell as, as people were saying in the comments, he had a, such a lovely, lovely disposition. Energy yeah. yeah. You could, yeah. So, I mean, I could see why spirits would, would hang around him. Yeah, completely. And, and I think um, also too, people who, who meditate are so much more in, in um, more likely to have these experiences because I think our, our world is predicated on the on the basis of always looking outward, right? Um, as opposed to us looking inward to finding out, you know, what we what we're really about. We've been trained to look outward instead of looking inward, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And and spirituality is um you know, it's a word that's it's thrown around a lot. Especially nowadays, when when people are, um, you know, trying to avoid the topic of religion, but it's, once again, it comes back down to n knowing what is real and, and what isn't, and they've made it. I, I know that you've mentioned them before. You mentioned them earlier, um, but the Rockefellers, and they've got a lot to do with kind of what's happening now, in in so far as you know, they control the the curriculum. And if you control what people are taught, if you can control what people know through the media and all of that sort of stuff, um, of course, 
you know, that's going to help you maintain control of, over the population. Um, and they have been the masters of that. You know, they've, they've specialised it in that control. And um, it, it's good that there are, you know, social media sites like TikTok where people can share um, yeah, that sort of information. I think is why they're trying to stop TikTok, really. Do you know what? I, I sincerely do believe that. I do believe that they um, they weren't expecting people to share the amount of info and the type of info um, that they do. But, I, but I'm also noticing, too, that there's a strange trend to um, censoring um, certain things on TikTok that really shouldn't be censored. I mean, you know, you, you can't even say, um, you know, the A-chrome word. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, without... Yeah. Like, I, I've had now... I've had three videos get... Um, get banned because I've mentioned that particular word and if it wasn't real and if it wasn't a thing why are they frightened of it yeah 100% why would you and no I I still am the belief that TikTok's not really the one that's banning these things I think it's the companies forcing you know the 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 Rockefellers the American governments and everything forcing TikTok to block these things I don't think TikTok would want to do that I think they're so, so I think they're the last good people. I think that's just my opinion. I don't think they're deliberately doing it. And the ones that do get blocked are probably flagged by people that watch videos. You know, I've been blocked once or twice by people complaining, not by TikTok blocking me. So I'm actually really, really surprised that you. Oh, firstly, sorry. Can I just say quickly, hello, Paul, Mr. Paul Graziano. I think he needs a bit of a shout out because. Um, Whenever you've got a live going, um, he is a very, very knowledgeable, knowledgeable person. And um, as, as a mod, I, I see that there are a, a number of people who come through your live all the time. You know, they always support. They always um, bring good energy to the live and, and whatnot. So, um, and, and people like her and, and Kerry as well, um, they definitely definitely need a shout out and I'm so glad that you um you chose to to open up the box and and get some people in and have a chat not because that we don't like you idea you. wasn't it I think you suggested doing it oh was it was it me was it my suggestion well Paul um because I talked to Paul and Paul's asked me many a questions um you know since he since I first seen him on TikTok and uh he's now you know, started up his own little channel and he's doing a great, oh, no. great thing. So he's sort of um, taken on the mantle. And uh, yeah, so, um, you know, as you say, Kerry, I, I mean, most of the regulars as well, I, you know, I, I haven't really said it, but thank you to all of you guys. And you, Alfredo, if it's not, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what well, I mean by that. I know that we talk about a lot of, you know, there are some very serious topics that we talk about, and there are a lot of, how, how do you say, what's the word that you use? Numpties. <laughs> I've got to get made with that. <laughs> who come into your live and, and, you know, they say dumb stuff, and they, they hold the chat up, and, you know, all of this, um... <laughs> Kerry, I'm, I'm just a numpty trying not to be a numpty anymore. Um... You know, they come in and they hold your live up and, and they hold back 
um, your opportunity to, to share info. And I, look, I've said this in the chat a number of occasions. I, I've tried for more than close to 50 years to try to debunk you, and I have not been able to as yet. So, you know, that says a lot about... Um, that says a lot about you and, and the research that you do. And, um, you know, you, you very much should be commended. And but I, but I also think that you should take something away from the fact that um, there are certain people, um, you know, Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Billy Carson, won't, won't, he who shall not be named, um, if he's pinching your work, um, then that says a lot. You know what I mean? Um, mm. The fact that he's, he's not giving you credit for it also says a lot about who he is as a person. Um, but it does seem coincidental that you come out with something and then a lot of the time he comes out with something exceedingly similar. Um, mm. And look, if he doesn't give you the credit, I'm giving you the credit now to say that, um, you know, I know that you're, one of your favourite sayings is to say, well, I don't want to sound big-headed, but I'm going to say <laughs> something big-headed, right? <laughs> you didn't pick up on that, did you, really? You was listening. <laughs> but what I, I, I suppose the point that I'm trying to get at is that um, I think that in some respects you can be a little bit big-headed when you have done the research that you've done, and it takes a lot of stones to stand by what you believe and especially even in the, and especially in the face of people saying you know that you're talking crap or, or whatever it is um so hats off to you sir i think that you um are very very much one of the one of the if not the best thing that i've um found on tiktok so oh i'll say it's not every day <laughs> not every day i give a compliment before breakfast but yes that is um that's me giving you a compliment Oh, thank you very much. Oh, absolutely but, not my problem, and not a problem at all. And like I said, keep up the good work. Um, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there who appreciate uh, the stuff that you do, and they they very much look out for you, uh, and look out for the stuff that you present. I know I know that from my point of view, the and I don't want to I don't want to plug it, but the our true history coloring in book is one of the few things that I've basically, you know, actually understood as opposed to some of your other your other stuff that requires higher thinking that's above my pay grade. <laughs> so <laughs> and like I said, you know, you you can see it in in the in the comments. People very much appreciate what you do, so don't don't stop. Keep up the good work. Oh, thank you. And I hope your mum after what you just said about your mum, hope everything goes okay for her. Yeah, look, uh, everything everything is fine there. Look, my, you should see you should see my mum. My mum is seventy six and she does not have a wrinkle on her. Oh wow! And that is that's because she is. Uh, uh, yeah, that's correct, Kerry. Uh, that's why I was late today. The coloring in book. That's correct. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I'm just trying. To... <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> Um, I think my, my mum is in that condition because she does meditate. In fact, she's what I've termed as an uber Hindu. Wow. Because she, 
yeah, she's um, no meat, no fish, no sex, no drugs, no rock and roll. Oh. And she has somehow managed to get younger um, since, you know, everything. <laughs> since, every, since everything, you know, in her life has happened. So um, I, I think there is something massive to be said for meditation and looking, looking inwards as opposed to... Uh, just looking at things in the material world, because if the human eye can only see zero point five percent of of what's in the in the spectral realm, yeah, um, God knows what you know what else it is that we're missing out on, and it's a shame that none of us can, or we aren't all issued with dyson and dark glasses when we're when we reach a certain age um, <laughs> to work out what is real and, and what's fake. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, it's lovely. It's lovely to talk to you properly because we do chat uh, behind the scenes. So uh, well, no talking well, to you. You know, you know me. When it comes down to it, I, I I want to. There are very few things that I actually believe in, but um, your channel and the information that you bring, um, very much I do believe in, and I I don't want to see, um, I don't want to see your chat get held up with. With idiots who come in and say dumb stuff, which is half the reason why your uh, your comments always keep down, going down to the bottom, is because I, me or or Cherry or um, Jane, uh, Jane's a bit of a beast too. Um, <laughs> when it comes to, when it comes down to it, we don't we do not mess around when it comes to muting people because we don't want people missing out on your message. So, All right. I hope you I hope that you realise why we are so sometimes so stringent on people. Oh, that makes sense. That's lovely. Thank you, guys. But you, honestly, you you need to get either another phone or another account so you can watch so you you don't. Get I did. I've tried it. I tried it a couple of weeks back, and um, it scrolled to the very bottom as well on the other phone. And I was like, oh well, that's that ruined that idea. It was a totally different account, different phone. So I started reading the comments, and then someone muted someone, and it scrolled genuinely scrolled to the bottom. Uh, I, I honestly, honestly, maybe, maybe it's because you're, we're already at the bottom. So we're looking at the latest comments. Um, and you know, you're, you're a little bit back. So yeah, look, sorry. I didn't think about that. I, I, I'll see if I can find another way to, to keep, um, some sort of track for you, but it's so difficult because you are the tangent master. Um, I don't think I've ever seen anybody, um, take as many twists and turns in a conversation as you and uh if there was some other way i could help you keep up i will um leave it with me I, i've got my best people working on it as they say <laughs> are they old enough to do a coloring book <laughs> <laughs> well, well the color the coloring book is is only based on my level of intelligence um <laughs> but that being said i i have not checked out your who's was Jesus's father um, because you have been building up to that for a couple of weeks um, and you know um, you managed not to spill the beans on that one just yet which I'm, I'm very proud of you for you, you like I said you're very you're not afraid to uh, spill your own beans let's say but I will definitely definitely check that out because you've got me intrigued as to who his father was and if you're saying it wasn't you um, 
then I, I, I really do need to find out who it is. And yes, you you will see the finished the, the finishing product, the finished product of my colouring in. Um, I'm just waiting to get some, some more Derwent um, watercolour pencils and you'll see some unbelievable artwork. But And I noticed also too that you had a Pegasus in there. Uh, so thank you very yeah. much for that. I know, I know that you were thinking of me when you did that. I very much appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, uh, once you've done it, if I if you'd allow me to to put up your pictures on my page, that'd be nice. Oh, absolutely! Look, when it comes down to it, like I said, there are so many concepts and and you know higher planes of thinking that's required when speaking to you. And I feel like a bit of a doofus having to come to you with a colouring in book, but um, <laughs> I saw I saw your colouring in um, effort, and I was I was inspired. So I thought to myself, look, if he can do it, I'm, I'm going to have a red hot go. So, um, oh, oh. oh, thank you. Yeah, I've actually framed mine. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have framed it. Kind of, that was the whole reason why I'd done that book, because I figured it'd be nice if people can cut these things out and actually frame them if they thought they were any good. And I cut mine out. <laughs> tell you what i think uh when it comes down to it you'll you'll see the uh you'll see the effort that i make with mine and um you know we'll have to come back and compare and, and you can i'm happy for um, to put my uh, mine up on on a page or wherever um but yeah, the, the other question was when last did you have somebody go one two and three in the class i can't think of the last time hmm when was the last time you had somebody go one two and three but one person that was one, two, and three. Mm. Mm. I'd, say, I'd say October 29. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing you're not counting the days. Are you? Um, and if anybody wants to know what I'm, what I'm talking about, please feel free to go to our True History Spotify um, podcast page. Oh, wait, and... on there is it your one? <laughs> <laughs> check out uh, check out October twenty nine and um, yeah, you know, just, I'm just saying. <laughs> and I thought I was the one with a big ego. <laughs> oh, brilliant! That was brilliant. Oh, look, I, I hope um, I hope it's been enjoyable for you. Absolutely enjoyable for me. I'm so glad that you you did this. It was um it was a great idea. Yeah, no, um, I still don't know how to get rid of people, but yeah, it's great. Now I've had oh. some good people tonight. Lovely. I have to say, um, Mr. Yes, you are was uh, really, really very, very interesting, and I think it's it's worth the risk of having um, you know people on. It's it's worth the risk when you come across people like that. Yes. Um, yeah. Because there are things out, there are things out there that we just cannot explain, um, but we don't know that they're out there unless people bring them forward. So. Um, you know, I, I think he, he more than reasonably did that. No, it was great. It was really, yeah, it was an eye-opener. I and obviously sit person, so, um, yeah, that was good. And I, and I know that you're very much into your orbs, so I, I thought that that was, was right up your alley. I'm, I'm, glad that, um, I'm glad that he was in the chat, so if you're still in here, thank you very, very much, sir. That was most, most interesting. That was good. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, oh, well, so, so much, uh, Alfredo, um, for coming on. No, no worries. I, I didn't want to. I don't want to hold you, hold your chat up, and, and hold up anybody else coming forward. So, 
Um, I'll, I'll bid you adieu, but I, I have to say it was um, most, most pleasurable being able to come on and at least express my um, thanks for your channel, because you, you bring so much to um, probably a lot more people than you know. Oh, thank you. Okay, time check on that. Just grab that and put that on a TikTok video. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Once this um, once this one goes on Spotify, you can go back and have a listen and, and get the ego stroked and all that. When whenever you're feeling down, just go back and have a listen to my comments, and you'll be right. Brilliant, lovely. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no dramas. All right, I'll catch up with you. Um, please feel free if you got something if you got something good to bring to the the live, jump in the box. Lovely. Yeah, that's perfect. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. I do love his, his uh, he's gone now, bless him. Yeah, I do love his sense of humour. Uh, so there's another person down the bottom that says they want to join. So hopefully Kerry's still around. Sorry for holding you on there, Kerry. Hi. Hello, Kerry. Hi, can you Hi, hear me? Hi, how are you doing? I'm good, how are I you? I can hear you. Good, great. I'm good, thank you. Well, I just wanted to say that I really appreciate you doing this. This is great. And I really do believe that it's sometimes I am a numpty, but I am trying to learn. <laughs> <laughs> I ask you tons of questions and I really appreciate you answering me, even if you may be in the background rolling your eyes saying, is this girl really that stupid? But <laughs> no, I've never, no, I've never done that. Oh, that was Alfredo. <laughs> <laughs> No comment. No comment. I know. Oh, well, thank you, Alfredo. Yeah. Um, it's kind of probably kind of hard to understand me, even though you say it's great to put a voice to the name. I'm I'm an Oki, so I have an Oki accent. So I talk. At least it's not real bad. I don't talk really weird all the time, but, you know. Um, <laughs> but, no, I just wanted to say that I, I really appreciate you. That was the only reason why I wanted to come on. I do have questions, but it's... It's something that I'd probably talk to you later about. Well, I'll definitely do this again if you, if you, you know, if you don't want to ask now or chat now. Um, I'll definitely do this again. Because normally, I don't know if you've seen the other ones where I've let people on. It's just been a right nightmare. And um, But to tonight, it's been amazing. Everyone's been great. Yeah, I think my questions right now are just more like, you know, why does the Bible say one thing and the tablet say something else, I think is is where my brain has been lately so have you got a pacific point for example um well it's kind of like in the bible they say that god created the heavens and the earth but according to the tablets the anunnaki came here and the earth was already here yeah yeah and the reason why the bible says that um god created heavens and earth is because of the enuma elish so the Enuma release was, was uh, some tablets that's in the British Museum that literally says, there's a couple of different versions, but, but we'll use the Enuma release. And it basically talks about Marduk. <laughs> it's not really Marduk. It's basically the, the planet Nibiru comes round, the moon smash into Tiamat. Tiamat breaks up. It's another planet that was between Jupiter and Mars. Breaks up, forms, uh, forms the asteroid belt and possibly forms our moon or one of uh, Nibiru's moons end up being our moon, but either way. Um, and that tablet, supposedly, I estimated it to be written, I think I, I, think I said about 5,000 BC, uh, BC, something like that. 
Um, and after that, after that, I've come across where mainstream say it was written approximately roughly about 5,000 BC, 4,500, to which make, makes the the date around you know 5,000 years, which then to me makes people because obviously they the Bible people would have read that but not understood more than likely read that but not understood when it was actually written and probably didn't have a context of where it belonged in terms of lineage so that's probably where people get the 6,000 years or 5,000 years that, that the earth's been formed because they're, they're going from a tablet from that date as opposed to understanding that the tablet is actually talking about something that happened four, four something billion years ago so that's my take on it so I think they, they just translated it wrong but there was a couple of different versions of that one is where Marduk slashed and and broke up Tiamat which obviously is not the case but that one's a newer tablet where Marduk would have been now in charge of the earth when Enlil had died and Ninurta went back to take over control of uh, or take over from Inanna when he uh, retires or whatever dies um, so well. yeah so so that's why I think that comes up in the Bible, because we yeah. do have do have the six days of creation, you know, where it uh, as as a cuneiform tablet, where it's talking about Enki teaching the other Anunnaki's to, uh, you know, how to catalog fish, how to catalog, um, you know, for the first six days water, animals, etc. And then on the seventh, literally says, I'm going to have. a Day, make this a day of Sabbath, a day of rest. So we've got things that predate Genesis that make a lot more sense than what Genesis would on its own. Yeah, yeah, because if if God was all-knowing, all-seeing, you know, all-whatever, I I don't know why he would need to rest. He wouldn't get tired. It's kind of like the same yeah. theory with you with the lapis lazuli throne. That doesn't, you know, why would he need to sit down? He's not a physical person. But on, yeah. You know, and then my other question was, is, does it say anywhere in the tablets anything about Cain and who is his, I know there's Cain and Abel and the other brother was Seth, is that correct? Yeah. Okay, so Cain and Seth, does it say anywhere in the tablets as to who their wives were? No, but but if you go by Zachariah Sipkin, I've not read the particular tablets that he would have hopefully read to be able to put him in this book, but... Um, so you got to remember the Anunnaki created humans. This is scientifically proven that Homo sapiens were around 300,000 years ago from, from, um, South Africa. Right. So by the time, so this isn't, this isn't, um, Adam and Eve. This was just, the, there is names for them and, uh, it's in the back of the names for the, for the two very first Homo sapiens are in the back of. Uh, the book, Lost Book of Enki, but it wasn't till uh, Enki had relationships with the offspring off of the one from South Africa that he then wrote down the names of them because they're now offspring of his and he was a prince. So he kept their lineage by by writing down Adam and Eve, which was his first two kids, and then they had kids, but they only had, according to Sitchin, they only had Cain and Abel set was Enki had relationships with Eve, his daughter, and that's who his child was with her. 
So Cain and Abel were Adam and Eve, but Seth was uh, Enki and Eve's child. And then when they had kids, they bred with the other humans that were still around, just like Enki did to get Adam and Eve. There were uh, 200,000 years of um, Homo sapiens that have been breeding from the original seven males and seven females. We've got 200,000 years of, of Homo sapiens being here. So when um, Cain and Abel needed to breed, they would have bred with some of the offsprings off of the South African people, basically. Right. Yeah, because I was having a discussion with somebody at work the other day about that, all that. And I was like, okay, so if Adam and Eve were the first human beings ever here and they had these sons, where did they get their wives from? Yeah, you know, we're, you know, and they can't answer that. No, that Bible. I've heard that yeah many a time. Yeah, yeah. But it makes so, more sense when we because we've even got the evidence that we was uh, Homo sapiens came from South Africa three hundred thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what I wanted to ask you because then I would have something to explain, you know, as to how this this actually all worked because it's certainly not how it worked in the Bible. No, no. In and my course, opinion. No, no. We've also got fused chromosomes, which, if you look up, you'll find no exactly. primates, no primates, or hominids had fused chromosomes. Only us. Mm-hmm. So someone's messed around with us at some point. Exactly. So anyway, that that perfectly answers it. That's what I wanted to know. So. Oh, bless you. Thank you, Carrie. I appreciate it, and I thank you for doing this. This is great. It's good to finally get to talk to you. Oh, thank so, you. That's nice to put a voice to your name as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, well, you have a good day, and thank I you. will let somebody else come in. Thank you very much. I have no idea how to get rid of you in the nicest possible way, so I'm hoping you can figure out how to end the chat. I think I can figure it out. All right. See thank you later. You. Bye. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Yay. <laughs> Everyone can figure it out except for me. Uh, so there's another person's name down here. Don't yeet me. I recognise that name. So come on down. Oh, he's gone. Oh, I just pressed join and it's gone. Ah. Oh. oh, don't yeet me. He's gone. Um. Oh, someone's back. Who's back? Colton has joined in. Come on down, Colton. Hopefully I pronounced that right. I'm terrible at pronunciations. I've been totally in the wrong job for pronunciations aren't I? Uh, three, two, one. I don't recognize this name so um, I don't know who this person is. Uh, Slowing in. Any second now. Behind door number one we have the suspense is killing me. Uh, it's probably an internet issue I would say or a data issue. And, okay, I can't take the suspense much more. <laughs> what a night. Um, oh, Colton. I don't know what's happening. It's, it's, um, oh, don't eat me's back. Um, so, Colton, we're having trouble getting you on here for some reason. Um, uh, gone. Okay, so don't eat me's back. Let's try. Don't eat me. <laughs> uh, 
terrible. This is, this is a fun game. See whether people join or not. Uh, we got you, Don't Eat Me. Hey, how are you, brother? Oh, there you are. Hi, nice to see you. It's an awesome day. You know, we're, we're all your biggest fan. I'm sure everybody would want to have a beer with you and, you know, pick your brain. Oh, oh I'm going to keep cutting these bits out and making me a little video that I can just play over and over. Sorry. Of, of the comments that people send. That's nice. Thank you. He's still there. Don't don't leave me or don't yeet me. Oh, I must have there? something. I'm here. Oh, good, good. Uh, what can we say? Hey, man, I'm just, like I said, I wanted to, you know, have a beer with you like the rest of your fans. Pick your brain on all the good stuff. Oh. This is what to ask now. I'm Weirdly, is was there anything before Samaria? Like, it, does your history timeline show anything like before these, you know, gods did their thing? So, excellent question. Go, go number two in the class for that. Um, so, there's people out there. There's other researchers, but there's other researchers that have claimed that, like, you know, hundred million years or a billion years ago, there were different alien races here on Earth. And they fought each other and, you know, won one and the other done a runner. Um, but there is no evidence of that. Obviously, the, the only two things that do survive over time is rock and bone. Anything else, um, I've looked for anything else will, 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 you know, over that kind of time will, will totally be gone. So, um, the only things that I could probably say in terms of something intellectual would be the race that Enlil spoke about, which was the race that was as smart as humans that was already here. Um, doesn't actually state where that position was, whether it was in you know India, whether it was in uh, you know Australia or anywhere. Unfortunately, it doesn't say it. My guess is it would still be. Um, the Middle East-ish because he actually allowed them to go and attack humans. He, yeah. I don't know if you've seen it on the Patreon page, but yeah. So that's the that's the only reference I've got to anything that would be classed as smart prior yeah. to the Anunnaki coming here. There's no... No, I mean, I've looked, you know, I've looked for, I know you've got the, the there's monuments under, under the oceans, which, you know, big structures and people are saying, are they man-made? And then sometimes you come across actual man-made. I'm a little bit of a, a morbid conversation person. I'm, I'm like borderline. Should I start doomsday prepping? Like, uh, I, I, I think we're going to see those monuments soon and not because of global warming thawing. I think it's a pole shift. I, I think there's basically the poles will shift to 20, 30 degrees and that'll actually shift some of the ocean and maybe expose and or retreat the, the you know I mean, the land masses, these things, you know what I mean? Uh, I think while we're funneling money into, you know, man-made climate change, we're going to miss a natural disaster. You know what I mean? It's like my doomsday prepping scenarios in my head, you know? Um, I know that's a little weird, but the uh, 
I, I hate to elaborate on nothing history, but I think nothing history is basically like the Native American. They didn't build monuments. They didn't build towers. They didn't build things. They lived as nomadic tribes. They lived as, you know, I mean, peaceful people. You know, I mean, like the Amish living off the land, you know, I mean, just a simpler lifestyle. And I think that's yeah. why there's like there's not much history on like where did the Vikings come from? You know, what I mean, I'm like, I feel like they were a tribe, a smaller, you know, what I mean, I'm like, they, they come out of like nowhere and they have nothing like in that kind of, you know, crappy segue but where do you think the uh like stonehenge came from like who built stonehenge like i almost want to connect them to the fathers and or whatever of the uh you know the viking people or the you know northern indo-european people i mean for me the, the stonehenge was done as a calendar we've got uh the book of enoch which literally matches uh, what they they used to call them gates, as opposed to we would call them I don't know arches or or doors or something. But they called them gates. So in the in the book of Enoch it says the first gate on the tw- on the first day will be you know six hours and all this kind of stuff and it goes around. So basically it's definitely a calendar that matches the book of Enoch and the book of Enoch was obviously written in the Middle East um, and also stonehenge has got quartz in it and all the other buildings that have the monuments that we can't recreate to, to this day have some form of quartz in it um even if the rock's different it still has uh, quartz in it and so it seems that the quartz is something that they can lift without um you know using anti-gravity so i would certainly say it's not humans that would have created stonehenge i would have said and at the time Possibly at the time, there's no, obviously no dates on Stonehenge, but Stonehenge being a calendar, there. if you go by the Lost Book of Enki, if you believe the things, that, so some bits I haven't read simply because they're not available for me to read, but in the Lost Book of Enki, it talks about Enlil telling the Nurta to go around and create calendars so that everyone knows, all the humans know that it's still the time of Enlil as the leader of because when it when the constellations changed it would have been passed over to marduk so that's why i believe we have these stone calendars around different places and obviously stonehenge is is one of the larger ones but there were other calendars like that around the world but but a lot of them have been destroyed some of them you still only see remnants that makes a little bit of sense yeah because the the, you know i mean but the the same uh or you know, Indo-European people, they, they had that weird hat. They had a, 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 a golden hat that had like a calendar function. It just looks like a gigantic, you know what I mean? Like needle or, or, you know, the thing you, you put on your thumb, like a thimble, you know, but it was just this huge thing. And I guess they use that for, you know, agricultural reasons. You know what I mean? So if you're, you're connecting it to that, you know, uh, I, I could, I could understand you using it as a calendar when to play, when to plant, when to, you know, yeah, uh, you know, industrial revolution sort of stuff you know of the the ancient people so that way they can plant and survive because yeah, i mean before that they had 13 months in a year and then they changed it to 12. the anunnaki did and that's how i mean it, literally the book of enoch reads you can read it out and it, it tells you each what one and when the equinox is all based off of what they call the gates and you know in that pattern so it's pretty clever yeah yeah i i don't know how like i've i've you know listened to you and been a party for you know two years now or so and i've watched you and i i like how you're going towards religion for information like 
I think you came from a more, uh, you know, forgive me, atheist point of view. And I think I had a little bit more religious background and we kind of ended up in the same realm where we're just going like, uh, yeah, that's something's wrong here. It doesn't all add up, you know? Yeah. I'd I'd still like to like, and I don't want to warp anyone's mindset or anything like that, but I'm like, I half want to believe that just like we have AI now, just like we have the connectivity over the, you know, planet, we're all, you know, we can all communicate with each other. I feel like it's like the spice trade the like we, we had these lines, these communication, this thing, and maybe we had like the greatest collection of people of, you know, religious scholars, the popes, the, you know, I mean like the top, the bishop people, you know, from all the different religions came together and wrote the Bible. And I'm hoping like the Bible's just the best interpretation of all the stories that they could put together. You know what I mean? Like it may not be the exact copy, but like if you read the story and then you read the same story in a different religion, you get the same concept. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, that's kind of like, and, and I hate to tell you this because I'd like to see you use that towards your religious people because you can't really disprove what I said. You know what I mean? I'm like, it, it, it makes good theory and it still keeps them involved. And then you could still, we could still learn stuff from them and what the religious people from different religions bring to the table because as their stories start matching each other, you know what I mean? That's, I, I, you, you can only go far back, so far back in history and you hit a religion. You know what I mean? You can only go far back in, in governance and you hit a religion and in vice versa. So much in governance, you hit a religion that started it. Mm. Yeah, no, I see what you, I see what you mean. I was, uh, I was just thinking of um, the, you know, one of the creation stories where they were talking about the turtles. Um, but, in in the Anunnaki's certainly in the cylinder seals they have turtles uh, play a prominent part again you know as you say going back to what you were talking about with the religion side if if they're trying to do their best they can same as the people that said that the universe is on the back of a turtle again who whatever I can't remember what, what culture that is but again they would have tried their best at giving what was yeah, yeah. no I like the uh my thing is like the Adam and Eve story, like you were just saying, like, where does, where does Lilith fit in? Where does, you know, the, where does the story begin? You know what I mean? Like, you know, who's the father of who you got Zeus, Thor, Odin, the rest of them, you know what I mean? But then you got the whole chicken and egg thing. And I think that's what the, uh, the, you know, primedial cow and like Yanmar of like the, the, the Norse mythology is like, you know, Yanmar is this giant beast that was born out of the primordial void. And then you have this like, cow-like bull creature that licked it free you know what i mean i'm going that's the creation of the universe and then you start working your way down to odin and the rest of them you know what i mean i'm like and they are the the gods but there was something before and i think that's like it's misinterpreted is a chicken and egg story of you know these people showed up and told us what our you know universe is but they were trying to explain where it came from like you were just saying like god created in seven days but then these people showed up and said you know it was already here here's where you yeah. came from you know yeah. yeah yeah i mean it's also hard because hebrew uh you know sumerian language is, is a language on its own there's, there's no derivative from the sumerian language um so when someone was trying to copy that you know even to this day we have people that like i've said i've Said a few times, you know, I've read out different translations of, of different things from the same tablets by different people. So when you've got, you know, Hebrew and then English trying to copy Hebrew, it's, it does get a bit mixed up along the line. 
Yeah, I think it's even more mixed up. I, I, I spoke with you one time when you actually did this, and I, I told you the same thing. I'm like, you're my guy I want to have a beer with. You know I mean, you're, you're that dude. <laughs> you know, like, I'll fly to the other side of the planet just to sit in a pub and pick your brain. It's awesome. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but the... Uh, yeah, I remember you saying that. I do. Yeah, man. The uh, the concept was, is I thought, like, the Egyptian people, like, where they have, like, the orb over its head. Like, you have the orb represents something, and you have Jesus has the halo. You know what I mean? But that that symbol represents something that's being misinterpreted. And I think it's something to do with like a half God or a God-like ability or a third eye. You know what I mean? I'm like, it's just not being interpreted properly because we may be going back from Hebrew to, to Sumerian or, or, you know, the Anunnaki's text, but there's something that predates that. And it's basically like, you know, pictures, you know what I mean? And anybody that's an artist understands you can interpret that that image in in 10 different ways you know what i mean mm -hmm. but unless you have someone numpty like us staring at it you know what i mean with without the you know brainwashing you get from a college professor telling you it means yeah. this you get to actually put your education your skill your your thought behind it to interpret it correctly you know mm. i know you're, you're spot on because i was just i was emptying my mum's house out the other day and I've come across a couple of different Bibles, small ones, large ones, etc. And I started flicking through them. And most of the Bible was, was someone's writing telling me or telling the reader what it is that they are about to expect in the writing from the, from the you know, from the scriptures or whatever you want to call it. And so it's basically telling you before you even read it what you have to believe. And, and so going back to what you just said there if, if if you could read it on your own and make your own interpretations up then you might come different to what they want you to read it as i i've been having fun politely connecting multiple religions multiple stories you know what i mean talking to different religions and actually trying to experience the same story written in two different books and i think it's amazing the connections that you end up getting in that that path i mean i know it's a little bit of a waste in time and you basically went straight to the you know here no here's where it started here's where you went wrong to begin with and i'm going halfway into the math you know oh, I, I would love to, to hear your research on you know the connections between the different religions because obviously um it, it would you know if you can point the connections then that shows that it all goes hopefully all goes back to the one point instead we, of we need, we need one more pitcher of beer so that way we can get there because all <laughs> i got right now is that primedial cow and i'm going all right so we got this cow that created the universe and we have the you know i mean this religion that still does this with cows and i'm going the, the cow doesn't represent this the cow represents the original mother the grandmother you know what i mean could you you know, and to each, to each, um, I, I don't know what you would say, like the, to each place where they're at, they're going to use the animal that represents the greatest mother within their continent, within their land. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you have like the, uh, you know, the South American people that basically they, they have like the Omic calendars and stuff, but like a tadpole, a stingray and a duck all mean small body of water. You know what I mean? It doesn't represent the duck, the this. You know what I mean? And if you want it like a pond, you know what I mean? You're having to use a tadpole of this and a little little fish. You know what I mean? But it's the same concept, and you you have to amplify that forward throughout the whole the whole thing. You know, and where you go, ancient alien, the rest of it. I'm going logs float. The Native Americans, you know, chiseled their words and their pictures in the trees. You could have just yeeted that into the ocean and shared the knowledge around the world. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> 
you know, people are missing a, a lot of a lot of stuff. And I've been watching way too much Rick and Morty, and I basically think we're all asleep, and or you know, there's different levels of consciousness that we don't quite understand. Uh, yeah, I, I, there's an old saying um, that the more, certainly in the paranormal field, the more you learn, the less you know. And it's yeah, true. true. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I I can understand that. I I love the uh the your orb thing. Like, I I like to believe that people can see an orb occasionally, but that guy is seeing way too many. I'd want to go in his house with a Geiger counter and make sure he's safe first. You know what I mean? I'm like, you know, I, I got a scientific point of view here. I'm going. I'm like, Grandma left you a butter dish that's radioactive. You need to get that out of the house. You know, but one or two, maybe they're powering up. Maybe they're recharging. I don't know what power source those orbs use. But, that's pretty good. But let's hope. <laughs> But with the orb thing, do you actually know about the zinc spark? Uh, I've not heard that term. If you Google it or go on YouTube, I think they might still have it. But uh, I guess in like the 60s and 70s, they would take uh, multiple eggs from a from a woman and they were trying to make a you know Petri dish baby. You know, forgive me, I'm, I'm brutally. The, uh, but they would actually check on the camera to see which spark spark was the brightest when the sperm meets the egg it would actually emit a spark scientifically they would only implant the brightest sparks and it was the best chance that that surgeon had of getting you know that child but i'm going i'm like what is that you know what i mean i'm like they blame it as, as a just a chemical reaction but i still think that's maybe like the that's when the soul meets the body that's your orb that's the thing you know what i mean i'm like it's it could be you can't disprove it no, 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 yeah, uh, yeah, no. It's um, it's yeah, and it, it probably needs more investigation, as you say. It's uh, that spark needs to be. I, I don't I think we can. There's just some information that's yeah. not going to be shared. Uh, you know, yeah. That 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 may just be one of them. You know, free electricity, the rest of the stuff. What you're talking about with these people, the the, I don't know. It's like I was saying the. the do you see any point in history where they're actually trying to explain a, a, a different force? You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm talking like not like strong, a weak nuclear force, magnetic, you know, gravitational. Is there anything cool that amplifies that in there? I've never seen you break down like just the basic sciences. Um, right. No. No, no, but obviously things like Skinwalker Ranch, not not necessarily the program, but um, you know there is phenomenons on the planet. So um, you know that they've probably been here for a very long time. So yes, there probably is phenomenon that that predates obviously the Anunnaki, but not everyone you know was here enough to to be able to write it down for us or let us know. And the yeah. government certainly not going to let us know. I mean, I have you been watching the Skinwalker Ranch show? I can't get the wife to get into it, so no, I'm not allowed to. Oh, <laughs> oh man! All right, well, time for a new wife. Uh, but <laughs> oh, it's, it's a brilliant. No. I love the program. I can't um, do any better than this one. I, I literally, I'm, I'm just a normal car guy, and I, I kept paying for her to go to school, and she kept advancing herself, and I, I, I spoke with you and text you and stuff, and. The, uh, she's got a doctorate in public health and I can't post things. I can't say things because it's just, you know, we're at that level where anything I say or do can affect us and we can get in trouble. So, oh. you know, to, to you, your family, your fans, I'll just tell you to 
wife's got everyone going back to the basics, you know, and go back to your basics with your, you know, normal vitamins, normal stuff. Take your, uh, your Celtic salt and, you know, you know, keep your, keep your immune system up and maybe throw in some fermented vegetables. And that's from the doc, you know, can't, can't, I can't elaborate on it more than that without getting in trouble. No, I hear, I hear what you're saying. I understand. Yeah. Oh, oh. Well, just what I've got here is, is amazing. And I genuinely believe, you know, I know there's people out there that say it's all set up, but, um, they've spoiler alert. They've, they now get, they've got to a point where they believe there is a, certainly a dimensional portal, um, in, in a place they call the triangle. And they've also caught, caught a time slip by quarter of a second which is the only place on earth that ever done that that they're aware of so it's it's fascinating yeah no i i love that stuff it's it's very intriguing but i go back to my you know consciousness i think there's just different levels of consciousness that we're not aware of you know maybe maybe these aliens exist maybe these people are around us maybe they're just you know people that can connect deeper into their consciousness and affect the ether and or whatever around us you know yeah i mean you know we're technically the new kids on the block aren't we so yeah for sure um, do, do you watch rick and morty i don't actually I, uh, I don't. I don't, to be honest, is it a cartoon? I don't even know what it is. Sorry. Yeah, it's a, it's a stupid cartoon, but the uh, they get in a fight. The, the the grandpa's like, you know, rocket scientist, crazy guy. He's basically a god. He's one of the Sumerian gods for sure. And uh, he shows up and he's sleeping at night, but he programs his subconscious to do crunches because he wants abs. So he's, huh. you know, he's got a machine that can program your subconscious to do what you want. So the one, the, the boy wants abs like grandpa, the daughter wants to learn Spanish, the other, his, you know, his daughter wants to learn how to play the trombone and stuff, but they have the night people. And I watch this and I, I'm sitting here doing dishes and I'm going, I wish I could assign this stupid, simple task to my yeah. subconscious so right. I could do dishes while I'm sleeping. And then I'm realizing I'm like, oh my God, my whole existence is that same damn thing. I'm I'm the you know the AI that's running this program so that way my subconscious can go explore the you know limitless universe when you're sleeping. You mean go anywhere, do anything, see everything. Um, that's a good way of looking at it, I guess. Looking at it from your point, yeah. It don't dabble too deep into it. Just just I I might have just picked it up from Rick and Morty. I don't know. That's, a, that's clever. No, I'm, I might do it. Go. <laughs> But I, I believe like that's part of the process, though. I think like through our evolution, like I don't know where they made us in his image, that sort of stuff. I don't know where that, you know, that brain power comes from. That stuff comes from. That's the, the part that I'm trying to explore and see. Well, I mean, we're at the we're at the stage where we can, you know, choose the genetics of a child almost. So before it's born, so give us another hundred years, we'll be certainly, you know, fusing chromosomes of people so that we can get exactly what we want smarter people or whatever we need well i don't want to hold you up too long i appreciate it i had my beer i'm grateful <laughs> for talking to you brother oh bless you thank you very much i hope you and your family are having a great day all the health oh, in the world you kidding me thank you take care thank you have a great night everyone cheers bye-bye okay uh, nice, nice people tonight. Um, uh, I'm gonna 
uh, Manda's been waiting longer than uh, Paul. So I'm going to get Manda on if she's okay to do that. Forgive me if you're not a she. It's just, I'm old-fashioned. I look at you. Hey. Hi, Amanda. How's you doing? Okay. How are you? Doing all right. Interesting times we're living in. <laughs> yeah. Sadly. Um. Yeah. Sadly, you think it's yeah. sad? Does it, is it looking that dire? For, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go into it, but yeah, it does. I mean, just yeah. <laughs> We're just going to look away. We're going to close our eyes and look away. Um, I don't know. Personally, I'm having fun with it, but. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> where, where are you from? I'm from South Florida. Oh, cool. Nice. nice. Yeah. Uh, weather nicer? Uh, sometimes. I mean, it's better than it is in some other places, I guess, but the traffic is awful. So, you know, you got to like. <laughs> Pick your poison type thing. <laughs> I'm near London. We got bad weather and bad traffic, and we're getting charged oh, now that for, for driving the road. Yeah. But you do have Doctor Who, so there's that. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. There's been. So, how are you feeling about this whole UPA um, congressional disclosure. hearing, like disclosure? How do you feel about all of this that's happening right now, personally? I think it's great. I think it's too late, personally. I know it sounds really bad, but I think the powers that be, um, there's, oh, I hate saying this, but there is an agenda. There really is an agenda for 2030. Um, and I think we're too late now. And I think, you know, whatever happens between now and 2030, we're not going to get... Even if we get told it, we're probably not going to be around after 2031. I'm praying I'm wrong, but, you know, there's there's people back in the 80s, you know, with evidence showing, um, you know, Jesse Ventura come across people that said exactly what's going to happen is, is now happening. Um, you know, remote viewers have said it. Um, Phil Schneider said it. There's, there's too many people back in the 80s saying that there's an agenda for 2030. So, but yeah, so going back to your question, uh, <laughs> it, it's nice. Um, it's going to take a long time for anything to come out properly. I mean, these, I know they're, they're trying to push it, um, but they're just going to get stonewalled. They'll, they'll get the whistleblowers talking to them as they are now, you know, and the whistleblowers will say, well, this government department or the Bigelow Aerospace or Lockheed Skunk Works or whatever uh, you know, and then they'll they'll ask for freedom of information, and then they'll get redacted letters, and then they'll say, "Well, can we go and look at your premises?" And of course, they won't realise that they've got underground bases that that make these craft, and they'll only show them the top view. Um, so they they're, they're going to be stalled for a very long time. There's no way these government departments, as well as you know, third party companies, are going to let them anywhere near the technologies that they've got. And, so I don't. Yeah, sorry. And when you say them, you mean like you mean Congress or the people yeah, or the Congress, press? Yeah, no, no normal people, Congress or and no one that's already involved in it is going to get anywhere near 
because it's the second they get near you know free energy or technologies that can clone people or you know take the spirit out of some, one person and transfer it to another which apparently they have got the technologies to do that kind of things um you know there'll be uproar they'll be like well you know ethics and um you've got free energy why are we you know getting charged to drive on roads when we could just you know have the energy free of charge and there's no way they're going to relinquish their hold on us i mean they're trying to tighten their grip now with you know 15 minute cities and cashless societies etc so that they've got a long hold grip on us there's no way they're going to give that up by saying well actually here's alien tech um you know we're going to start you know implement it in in your houses they're not going to do that I wouldn't if yeah, I was I keep one coming back to the same like thing that I'm wondering and I, I I think it when I'm when I'm listening to political debates and I think it when I'm thinking about this issue with energy with um you know this technology that we could be using to to basically have free energy like you're saying to fix these problems those people that 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 obviously I mean they're obviously people that are profiting off of these things gas and et cetera et cetera et cetera um but who are those people specifically? I mean, would there be any way for the rest of the human race to, I don't know, get rid of that problem, <laughs> you know? Because that's the source of everything right now. All of our issues come from, or not all, but most of our issues come from, like, the same source. Yeah. So, so what are so our odds of... Hmm? Oh, sorry, go on. Go on, sorry. Oh, no. So what are our odds of figuring out exactly, you know, where we need to be directing our attention and actually doing that and maybe enough time to sort this all out? Well, we know, um, well, back in the day, there was 13 families that apparently run the planet. Um, Rothschilds and there's, there's, you just Google it and you can see the, the list of the people. And those people are in charge of the banks, in charge of pharmaceutical, petrol, um education but basically everything that we need they're in charge of and they're not really gonna give that up without a fight and so when all this banking stuff you know with the digital money that's not you know our local banks saying oh you know that would be good if we all switch to digital that's from the high up 13 families when they have their meetings about what's going to happen you know for the next x amount of years with the Bilderberg groups that type of thing and they have these meetings and they plan ahead it's always been a long-term game um to have a one world government i mean you've probably heard that many a time before and that's that's the end goal so I don't think so we're going to. So then, if it's these thirteen families, couldn't we like just cut them off? I mean, as a society, there there are so many of us. Couldn't like we just collectively cut them off? Um, you know, I know that there's the whole thing of they own everything, so then you have to worry about the employment issues. But then, couldn't you just like rehead these corporations? You know, with you, you know, I don't know. I don't know exactly how that would work, but I imagine there would be some way to go about doing that. And then, if if that's what's keeping us in investing in and in, you know free energy then that we can just do that and then right. look more into this energy that we, we need and then go from there in fixing all of our issues. Cause it seems like that would be the thing that would. 
I, t- I, I'm a hundred percent behind you. I've gone down that train of thought myself. On okay, let's just say the banks say no to the, you know, to their bosses, and their bosses say no to their bosses, and everything else, and everyone keeps saying no. The problem I keep coming across is someone will say yes to their overall boss, and they'll say, "I'm just doing my job." You know, it, it, we, we've that's been proven in the past with world wars where army people you know pushing people into camps and just saying sorry it's just i'm just doing my job instead of saying hang on a minute, this is wrong they so we've got people out there that will just continuously wear masks even when they don't have to anymore They're, these are the people that's going to cause us the problems and they won't you know they'll, they'll just do their job and we'll, we'll get stuck because those people are there causing us the problem without even realizing they're doing it i mean I see what you're saying, and that, that that is in all likelihood a thing that could happen. I still think, given the fact that our other alternative is inevitable destruction and collapse, that it's still worth a try. You know what I mean? I still oh, I feel agree. like it's yeah. worth a try. <laughs> you know? We don't do. have a lot of options here. <laughs> no. I mean, I've, I've put little videos up trying to hint you know, how, how best to do it, you know, you, you would, because they've got these underground cities that are all connected with Magnus trains, and I mean, proper cities are massive, um, you know, the moment one of them accidentally, when I say accidentally, you know what I'm about, uh, is no longer here, uh, the others are just going to scurry underneath and lock themselves in, and that's them safe, so the only way we would be able to do it would be a coordinated event that, had all of them main families no longer here do they have to not be here though because i've thought that too like i think the thought was initially we could just off them but then i was like nah amanda that's not you so like we can just take all their power away from them take all their like make sure that you know yeah i mean mean, because they're they're you know the very top person of for, for example of each bank could turn around and say right i'm not doing whatever you know the families say now the families may threaten them or whatever but let's imagine they don't the 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 13 families don't know how to run banks don't know how to run tv stations don't know how to run pharmaceutical companies or anything so that would it they would they would stop right there and then because they wouldn't know what to do so the the best they would do is then pay people to threaten the people at the top to say do this so it's I think people do. I mean, the people at the top at this point have so many people under them doing all these things for them that I imagine the systems basically would work on their own without those people. Possibly, yeah, yeah. But you've got I mean, to get, people are incredibly can... capable, and I, th- I think, I, I think, I think one of the biggest problems that we have is we don't have enough faith in ourselves that we could. You know, that's why when you talk about things being better, possibly everybody's like, "Oh, that's naive. It's not possible. You're living in another world." It's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm intentionally putting out it out there that it's possible, and through that, it may become possible. And I say that, but you know what? I think I may just be a little into Bashir right now, so that's a whole other thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I- I'm 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 totally with you. I just I'm just I, I wish yeah. Basically, we need we need some heroes out there that will will stand up and say no. I mean, we've got we've got a thing over here in the UK where it's uh, our government's now trying to extend an area 
really it's just a cash cow. They're, they're just doing it. They're saying it's climate, but uh, or you know to do with our cars, whether or not they let off emissions. But it's it's really nothing to do with that. There's evidence to prove there's nothing to do with that. But they're just doing it, and they're basically squeezing and squeezing and squeezing. But there are heroes out there that are actually going around cutting down these cameras off of these poles so that they can't track the number of plates and find people for, for driving around. So there's, there are still heroes out there, but I think we need a lot more of them. I like that. And I like the idea of pushing that you can, in fact, make those small changes. Because on mass, if enough people did, it could could change things for the better. Again, assuming that everything doesn't collapse within the next eight years or so. But... And I hope it doesn't. Although, again, like the, the deeper and deeper I, I looked into it, and I, I've always been into this line of, you know, just trying to figure out what's exactly going on and is it fixable, you know, those types of things. In this last year, I want to say it's been more directed towards um, ancient civilizations and technology. Um, and I think this last six months, I started, like, really looking into what Stephen Greer was doing and listening to... Um, why can't I remember anybody's names right now? I'm not good at name listing. I do not name drop typically. But listening to all of these things, and what's interesting is so much of it seems to be saying the same thing ultimately about how this all works. And then this information comes out. I have a question. Actually, have you seen that alien interview from 1967 or the interview with the extraterrestrial? And do you think that that's legit? I've been, Which, I've been seriously one, wondering about this. Is that the one where he's sitting at a table and he starts coughing and two people come round and open his mouth and pretend that they're looking into his mouth from behind him? Is that the same one? I didn't see that part of it. I believe I may have seen a, like a clip of maybe a, a longer video um, because I did see it on TikTok, if I'm being honest. I guess I could look it up. That'll probably be my next step, but... It's essentially where, um, you know, at least where I started off, they were asking him, you know, um, they were asking him where he's from, and he said Earth, and he was telling them that it was the truth. He was from Earth. Um, oh, is that, is that the one with the voice that's like, I'm from Earth? Yeah, it- like, I'm from Earth. Uh, we're we're descent, like, we're descendant, evolutionary descendants of uh, the human race type question. Thing, you know what I mean and that all of everything's existing all at once and that they're coming here for information because we destroy ourselves with nuclear warfare <laughs> yeah that, that's unfortunately that's fake I mean straight away, yeah straight away off the bat they don't have vocal cords like we do for example the Zetas um, chirp they make sort of almost like bird sounds so we know that uh, the Orion Greys don't talk whatsoever. They use telepathic. And the size of the the one you're talking about is about six foot. And, of course, the little greys are only three foot, three to four foot. So lots of reasons. And also the black gotcha. background. They use black background because you can't. There's no distinguishing features. Um, you know, and if you do ever see people, they're in masks. So same as the um, alien autopsy that Ray Santilli did where he made sure no one was seen, you know, that kind of thing. You know, you don't have a big light on on someone when you're interviewing them because the argument was 
that the alien doesn't like bright light. That's why the background's darked out. However, you've got a bright light shining right, the, right above them and from underneath, lit, lit a bit like a film set. So, yeah, this I could go on, but it's mm-hmm. fake. I really... Oh. It's, like, incredible that humans are capable of doing all the things that we're capable of doing, but now it's so hard. Like, you'd really, you really, really, really have to dig into something to even potentially have a, an idea of whether or not something is real or fake anymore. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm into films, and I do special effects and stuff, so I, I kind of get an idea whether something's right just by where the camera's positioned and all that kind of stuff, but... Yeah, for normal people that's not into films, then it's probably very easy just to fall for these things. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think because we know everything's difficult to fake, most people would look at that and be pretty skeptical of it, and that was no different. But I will admit, a lot of the the general content of what this you know fake alien was saying actually made a lot of sense to me. And was, in fact, kind of how I thought everything might have been before I saw it. So I guess that maybe it's just that thing of, of seeing something that could potentially confirm your own belief and then being like, oh, yeah, see, it's, it's a real thing. Yeah. Guilty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, yeah, I hear you. Um, you know, and then there's, there's loads of those kind of videos out there. There's another one called Skinny Bob that supposedly the um, Russian KGB, I think it was, filmed um but he's wearing a suit that's very loose and if you know anything about alien greys again another six foot of gray which is crazy um but if you know anything about them you know that they all wear skin tight clothes every single one of them does so you wouldn't even know that you they're wearing clothes that's how tight it is so when you're looking at skinny bob which is what it's been dubbed and he's wearing you know basically normal type clothes but yeah no. <laughs> I've heard that there were actually, and, and again, I'm, I'm never sure, but I, I have also heard, though, that there are a number of different kinds of greys. Is, is that not true? Yeah, there, there is supposedly possibly up to 80 greys, but the, the tallest greys are still about four foot. Otherwise, you end up with the tall, what they call the tall whites. So mm. any anything that you're looking at, that there's like the one sitting down, for example, that has these people and it coughs, that's a six foot alien, basically someone in a, in a costume. Um, so, yeah, there's I've never heard of a six foot grey alien. I've heard of the tall whites. Um, I'm not saying there isn't six foot greys, but I, I've not heard of them. Okay. So do you think extraterrestrial travel or, ex, you know, these extraterrestrial beings are coming from like other planets and the universe and you know beyond in our own you know what i mean or or do you believe it's interdimensional as so a lot got, of theories yeah, are been, yeah so basically we have planets we know we've got planets we can see planets so it'd be stupid for us to suddenly dismiss which people do they they totally dismiss the other planets that we can physically see and then they go straight with the interdimensional which we have no evidence of whatsoever so we've got evidence of planets but no evidence of interdimensional um so from the logic point plus also where the main eight groups of aliens come from we know zeta reticuli draco's uh, draconis star system Pallades, star system, Orion. So we kind of know where the main groups that that we're aware of come from, and they come from our, you know, our universe, our solar systems. Um, so we know where they are. 
that's not to say there isn't interdimensional. I'm just saying that I, I believe that obviously the, the ones that we know where they come from are, you know, from planets that we can see. But there is possibly interdimensional ones. I mean, the, the, the first stories that you hear are from the original nuke test back in uh, Roswell, which is interesting that, that the Roswell crash happened uh, a few years later. But the, the, the actual first nuke test was in Roswell and supposedly it opened a tear in time and space, which allowed interdimensional beings to come through. That's a story. I don't know whether that's true or not. So, and from that, obviously, interdimensional beings are now interested in what we're doing. When you actually watch um, some of the NASA footage, I know people say NASA lies, but there's some footage out there of the tether. I don't know if you've seen that 12 or 13 mile long tether that gets broken off one of the actual International Space Station um, parts and it floats off into space. And suddenly all these circles just come from nowhere. They just sort of just appear. So are they interdimensional? Possibly. Um, so, yeah, I do think there's possibly interdimensional creatures, but obviously our main ones that we know where they come from, I think they come from planets. You bring up a good point in that people do dismiss the possibilities once they hear of it being um possibly interdimensional that they just dismiss that it could just be extraterrestrial from other planets or at all from you know that source because it would make sense to me mostly that it would be both and maybe again because i watch a lot of television i will admit i have considered that that may be why my mind might be like let's do this but no it would make the most logical sense that it could be both because once you start opening your mind to the fact that there are limitless possibilities. I mean, limitless does, in fact, mean limitless. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, if we're on our planet, on our universe, I don't know why people don't think that. You know, I have had on my lives people say that no aliens are from you know our universe. They're all interdimensional. I'm like, but we're here. <laughs> yeah. It's so cool. Well, I'm probably going to hop off, but yeah, this is actually, this is one of the better lives that I've ever witnessed or been a part of. So thank you. I, I like that there's, you've got some fantastic ideas and. Well, thank you. It's all to do with the good conversation. And the, uh, the people that's, that's listening, that's, uh, you know, I owe it to them. <laughs> and yourself, obviously. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right. Lovely. Thank you very much. I have no idea how to, to get rid of you, so I'm afraid you have to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, no, I I also have that issue when I'm working with this. All right, have a great day. Bye. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Oh, what a lovely lady. Um, so, yeah, that's, wow, what a day. Uh, some fantastic people tonight, and I don't think anyone's got muted, which is probably good because I've not been talking about Bible stuff. Uh, so I'm just looking at the time now, and the other night, last night, my boy didn't go to bed till Christ knows what time, um, midnight or something. Uh, um, someone got told off, says, uh, I'm just reading, Ghost Hunters wrote to Jane, sorry I won't swear anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I try not to swear, uh, I'll, I'll just read, reading Jane's wrote, please don't swear, use another word. Yeah, I try, because I have actually had someone say that I was about 12 years old listening once. 
and you know that stuck in my head because I have no idea how old people are. I assume they're old, but you know, twelve-year-old might be interested in this sort of stuff. So, um, so I just figured, you know, we'd try and keep it friendly. That's why I try and you know filter what I say as well. Um, so I'm probably going to shoot now. A couple of reasons. One is, and it's interesting. One is because uh, last night's live I couldn't download because it was too long. Uh, so sometimes it, so I couldn't put that on YouTube or anything. But this one, I'm hoping if I cut it off now, I'll be able to download it and put it on Spotify. Um, also, don't forget I have a website which has got all the videos on TikTok are on there. So you can just go to outrohistory.co.uk. So my name at the top, outrohistory.co.uk. Also have a Patreon page which has loads of videos that you don't see on my TikTok stroke website. Ones that you know, the new one that's coming out probably Monday will be proof of dinosaurs really did exist. I know, I know you're going to say, well, we don't need a video to show that, but I still get people. I generally get people saying they're either giant bones from giants, in which case, what's the point in hiding giants and turning them into the anyway. But so I do a whole video. I'm I'm editing it at the moment on proving that, in fact, there's a video done by a guy called Eric DeBay who literally says on his video that I've debunked evolution. That's him saying he's debunked evolution. Oh, you know me. <laughs> you know me. So I've I've uh, put a snippet of his video in there. Uh, and unfortunately, this is whoever Eric DeBay is. I think I've heard his name before. Um, I'm going to destroy him with Hawaii. It's, it's so easy to do. So easy, because he's basically saying that God created everything. Uh, but obviously I'm going to show other evidence as well that evolution is correct. And then I'm also showing in the video that it's not a chicken, it's not a factory in China, which, trust me, I had someone the other day saying on one of my posts that dinosaurs' bones are made by a chicken, uh, by a factory in China. Um, and I said, oh, you know, when was this factory, you know, when when was this date of incorporation into this factory it was only like 60 years ago or something and i was like so when people were finding dinosaur bones 200 years ago where's the you know where's the <laughs> you get where i'm going with that and there's so much more in the this dinosaur video you know you know me i, I go off on a little tangent but hopefully it's in, interesting uh so that'll be on my patreon page soon and also coming on my patreon page probably won't be this week now it'll probably be next week is the video that we're all been waiting for if <laughs> if you're interested in it um is the book of revelation where i show word for word uh some of the sumerian texts so in other words you, you hopefully just like my jesus one where no one's actually touched wood i haven't looked yet but touch wood no one's debunked me on that it's quite easy to debunk me if i'm wrong you could just say well you know the, that's wrong or whatever but no one does so hopefully with this new one as well book of revelations you'll see that the at least two of the events have already happened and one of the events in other words the book's not what you think it is um and i can i can do this because i can look at the older text and say that's actually that i don't sound i'm big headed if you did the same you'd, you'd work it out but not many people do what i do so that's why i guess I, someone has to and that's why it's going to be amazing video and that, that will again be on my patreon page so forgive me but it's a couple of quid so you can go on there pay a couple of quid 
uh, cancel the subscription and then just sit for a month. You'll have a month uh, for a couple of quid to watch all these excellent videos. I have to say excellent because I've done them. So <laughs> that's pretty much it. But I will do this again because uh, tonight was amazing and uh, it stops me talking all, all night myself. And it's really nice to see other people's points of view, etc. So I'm very glad I did this. Normally it's been a car crash uh, when I've allowed people on and I kind of regret it. But tonight's proved to me, oh, thank you. Especially, yeah, especially uh, Yes You Are, who's just gave me a rose. Um, you know, having people like you on is is phenomenal. I used to, before I did TikTok, I used to, I've been doing this for 40 years. I used to write to people in these way back in another life I used to write to people that have had alien abductions and ask them questions and things like that so, you know so I've I've got out of that because obviously even though we've got internet now I've kind of you know do work and come home and whatnot but so having you know allowing people on to these chats um, is, is going to be just like I used to do where I used to talk to people um, I did contact there was a medium I have a feeling they were they weren't very good. There was on TikTok. I'm not going to say their names because I can't actually remember. But there was this tic, this medium and he was, um, you know, going on, waffling on, whatever. Great. So I sent him a message saying, "Look, if you want, because he didn't have many followers, and I, I felt sorry." And I said, "Look, you know, if you want, come on one of my lives, and hopefully it might help. And you know, we, we if you've got good information, let everyone know, and <clears throat> we'll try and help you." But he didn't ever get back to me because that makes me worry. Not saying he should, but um, that just made me worry because he's there pushing himself, and yet someone's offered to, you know, for an hour or two just to go live, which is what he already does but on my channel, just to help him. And he's he's not got back to me, so I don't know. But it would be nice to to do some lives with some mediums because I used to pay mediums and spiritualists etc i used to have a long list i don't know probably about 70 questions what happens if you know you know what i'm like you know so it would be what happens if a spirit doesn't contact you where is the spirit is does it mean he's da 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 and all these questions what about animals what about orbs what about you know heaven hell all these questions and i used to give give the same ask the same questions to different mediums and clairvoyants which is why i could collate the information certainly for my own use back then um so yeah it'd be nice to, to get some more people on uh on these lives now as well as you guys as well you mustn't forget you guys um so paul sorry i didn't get to you tonight but i will um next time i do it i know kerry's right oh no paul's been waiting i know i'm sorry um sorry i i will come you will you'll be the main one next time um Sorry, Paul. I know we chat off, off, offline as well, but uh, you'll definitely be next time. Sorry. Everyone's saying sorry to Paul. I'm sorry. I feel bad now. It's just I've got to get my boy to bed because he really did stay up to, I think, one or two last night, and that was really bad of me. Uh, as a single parent, I should really have more responsibilities. Uh, and my other daughter just stays on her computer until 2 or 3 in the morning. So it has to be me that sorts it out. Uh, Brown Eyes has wrote, Cool, I'm watching the one about Jesus now. Excellent. I'd be interested to know your thoughts. Any thoughts whatsoever, even if you don't like it, just, just let me know. I'd be very interested. Um, at the 
at the time of talking I didn't no one's actually said anything I'm just going down all the way to the bottom here uh, uh, Alfredo's wrote it was never going to be a car crash because I was involved um, thank you Alfredo uh, Cat's wrote can go see aliens yes absolutely yeah and that's from um, Major Ed Dames I don't know if you know who he is he's, he's one of the people that actually teaches for the military how to remote view uh, I won't bore you with the details, but yes, he's basically said that um, they work with the spirits and they also can see someone when they're out of body doing a remote view, which is pretty interesting. Uh, so they, they, they can certainly see a different range than what we can see. Uh, just scrolling down. Paul, I was late to the live, so I jumped on when Pegasus was chatting. It was a busy day. Oh, sorry, Paul. Um, oh, sorry. I will do it again, Paul. Don't worry. Don't worry. Do, next time you'll be on. Um, I feel so bad. You know what I'm like. I, don't, I do feel bad for people. Uh, Skip Trace has wrote, hope you're well. I'm... Or Skip skip to Grace, sorry. Has wrote, hope you're well. Uh, if that's for me, yes, I'm, I'm well. My leg's gone numb now, actually, sitting here for this long. Uh, Carmen's wrote hi from Canada, Nova Scotia. I pronounced that correctly because I watch a lot of American movies. <laughs> Sorry, my pronunciation is normally crap. I'm trying to read something like Scotia, I would, if I didn't watch movies, I would have probably said Nova Scotia. <laughs> I really would have. Um, <clears throat> that's how bad I am. Uh, yeah, Clark loves it when I go like. Funny enough, Alfredo, while you was talking, the little buggers came out twice. Nick some cake, actually took cake out of a bloody box that hadn't been eaten, um, cut it, and I have no idea what size he's got, and then he went f for the milk. So, yes, he he loves it. I was trying to stop him, but... Uh, say, Kaya has wrote, aliens are not real. The problem with that is as soon as we land on another planet, aliens are real because we're now aliens. You can't have it both ways. You could say, well, we're not aliens, even though we would be aliens, you see my point. So if, if we if we can be aliens, then aliens can be aliens. Uh, Sassy's wrote, I remote view. I would love to have you on next time if you if you've got the followers. You need a hundred uh, thousand followers, sorry, to to be able to do a live. But if you can, I'd love to chat to you. Uh, JCJ is right. I watched it. I'm inclined to agree, although, and an alternative is Mary got pregnant. Uh, be an affair with uh, a Roman soldier. I had heard that. Um, I had heard that all oh, back in the nineties, mid mid nineties, that Mary had an illegitimate illegitimate affair with a Roman centurion. Is what I heard. Um, but me being me, I tried to find any kind of evidence of that, and there was none. So. It's not to say it's not the case, um, but you know when you then add, well, did Jesus really do miracles? Where, did, you know, if he was the son of a Roman centurion, where would he have got the miracles from? Then you'd have to say, well, then the, that's made up in the Bible. Or if you go along with the my video where I say who Jesus' father was, you could say, well, is either his dad helped him or he gave him tech, 
which kind of makes sense because when you look at the buildings that they can do that we can't do and they can fly around in ships then having you know a tricorder for example to help someone that's blind um an injection here or you know tablets or whatever it is they would use to to cure someone and they did cure people i've read out tablets in fact horace which was original name was horan was cured he got bitten by a snake um so yeah they basically can they can cure people the anarchy uh black uh cat has wrote i saw a black triangle and i swear they knew i was watching uh chances are it's probably an american one when i say american uh you know, made by humans normally the triangle ones are I'm not saying every single triangle but normally the triangle ones are uh would they be watching you more than likely yes the if the triangles have got the same facility as the uh disc shaped ones where they can actually see through the bottom of the craft even though the bottom's there it's like a whole view screen um and they can zoom in then they probably could see you uh michelle smith has wrote who can see that i'm not sure what i was talking about when you when you wrote that i'm so sorry uh paul's wrote don't feel bad really now i feel bad yeah paul <laughs> we're both gonna feel bad together i'll do another live soon and I'll, i will make sure i let you know when i'm on apple boy has wrote do you believe in jinn arabian demons they are real i do believe yes the emerald tablets are for literally talk about it however i'm the only person that's worked that out don't believe me go watch my patreon page video on who the jinn were uh, but yes, I do believe there is, if if I believe that there's light energy beings, which are the orbs, then I believe there's a, another version of that that are not as nice as we would like them to be. To them, they're probably not evil, they're just doing what they do, but to us, it's it comes across evil. Uh, Marilyn's wrote, so have you content on orbs? I do. The best thing to do, sorry to say this, but... If you watch, there's a video documentary that I made using my knowledge and resources, etc. On my Patreon page, I know I keep going on about it, but it's a couple of quid. But there's a three-hour documentary called Everything You Need to Know About Spirits. And it covers the jinn, covers reincarnation, covers near-death experiences, covers orbs the whole way through. Because obviously everything is an orb. Uh, covers where they come from. Um, you know, I, I point to the evidence. I don't just make up where they come from. I, I go by something. You know, I don't. I won't just sit there and, and make it up. So I, I know I keep talking about the Patreon page, but there's some damn good stuff there that no one else has done. Videos that you'll get answers to that nowhere else has come close to. I know it sounds. It does really sound bigger. I know it does. Uh, Gav Stokes has wrote hi from Ireland. Hi there. Top of the morning to you, even though it's not. <laughs> Sorry, I had to say it. Uh, but nice of you to join. Uh, Alfredo's wrote, I know I could hear him in the background. <laughs> yeah, he was a little bugger, wasn't he? Um, I'm going to see how much cake he's took. Saz, I don't normally have cake. We, we all, I ordered it on Tesco shop just before I did the live. Sazzy's wrote, I, I do have them indeed. I can't remember what that was. Was that orbs or was that, I'm not sure. Sorry, I'm just trying to be quick now. And as quick as I am, people's putting more questions up. Say, say, Kayatik is wrote, how are we alien? Um, we're part alien. We have, um, if you go by Sherry, my battery's 
just popped up. If you go by Sherry's comment, she seems to think the Anunnaki were Homo sapien. I mean, that's a genius idea. I'm kind of upset I didn't think of it. But why not? Because if we used hominids such as Neanderthal, which is why we've got Neanderthal DNA in us, more so than Homo erectus, even though people say black people don't have uh, Neanderthal DNA, Princeton University has now said they do. Um, so instead of us being Homo sapien, we would be called Neanderthal-ish. You know, a second... Like we've got Homo sapien. Sapien is a newer version of the Homo sapien, or modern man as it's called. We We would technically be called... Neanderthal, Neanderthal, for example, because we would have been an updated version of that. But we're not. We're called Homo sapien, which is a new branch that suddenly appeared, which is why we've got the missing link. So if you go by Sherry, who's one of my friends, I call her a friend, uh, on TikTok, uh, she's a paleontologist or something. Her thought is, what if the Anunnaki's race even though they're called gods, same as we're humans, was Homo sapien, that would explain why Homo sapiens suddenly appeared. So it's an interesting thought. Uh, sorry. Uh, JC Jez wrote, yes, me, that's what I heard. Sorry, I'm not sure. I've missed probably chunks where I've been waffling on or whatever. Crazy is wrote, Anunnaki controlled the world and have since the dawn of humans. Uh, I can't argue with you. It's possible. It's it's very possible that they're still here. Arabelle has wrote, uh, we are not alien. I'm not anyway. We've got two fused chromosomes, which, which someone had done to us. And it wasn't God. He wouldn't have needed to fuse the chromosomes. He would have just made us straight as it is. Um... Hossein, forgive me if I pronounced it wrong, some people say Shakespeare didn't exist. Uh, I've not heard that. Um, it's a lot of books to write as a pseudonym for someone that didn't exist. You'd probably be better off writing it in your own name. And, but anyway, yeah. Uh, Apple Boy always wrote, I, uh, do you believe in, in Thoth Hermes? Yes, I do. I do genuinely believe he was Ningazida in Anunnaki times. Um, I mean, we found his temple, Thoth's temple, which was in Heraclean, sunken, which is where I say Atlantis is. Watch my pinned video on where Atlantis is, uh, and you'll find that that all makes sense. Uh, say has wrote, I am an advanced intelligence compared to the... Dundra heads out there and about now. There are some Dundra heads out there, I'll give you that. Um, I'm probably one of them. JC Jezra, I've seen a few different types of UFOs, man made and alien. I, hopefully, next time you're available, come on my live. I'd love to chat to you. Sassy's wrote, You are wearing blue and have a white hallway with a picture on the left before the living room. Straighten it. Oh, bless you. Unfortunately, um, I'm not black. No, I'm wearing black tracksuit bottoms. Don't hate me. And a t-shirt that's kind of patterny but black arms. I suppose you could say, was it black or very, very dark? 
I think it's black. And my hallway ha is two-tone, and on the left, if you're going towards the front door, is a mirror. On the right, no picture. And the, the left mirror is straightened because it's on... Um, resting, on, <laughs> resting on a radiator. So... Um, it's a big mirror, so it's not technically resting on it, but it is on it. Uh, the bottom part on the frame, so... Um, Uh, Sayers wrote, why would aliens want to observe humanity circling the drain? Um, that's a good question, because we probably have uh, resources that they, they don't have, such as DNA or genetics. Bishops wrote, believe in greys being descendant from the future. I used to, but when you do enough research and you find out all the locations they are and where they've come from, um, no. They're not, in my opinion. I, I honestly thought that, but I, I, doing more and more research, categorically no. Uh, plus, also the Anunnaki showed us, told us that they created us, so that's another big reason why. Uh, Apple boys are, are the orbs angels. No, angels are just messengers. They were Anunnaki's, um, just people that went round. Either sometimes um, Anunnaki's themselves, sometimes. Demigods, which are half anarchy, or possibly even a push, probably just normal humans that were messengers for the anarchy. And if you don't believe me, just just ask what the word angel translates from, and you'll find the word messenger. So, so we can get rid of the angel part. We forget angels. There's no such thing as an angel. That's just a name that Hebrew used for word messenger. But are the orbs um, spirits? Yes. Uh, are they dead people? Some of them are. The ones that have just left someone and hasn't crossed over to the second plane? Yes. If they've already crossed over to the next plane of existence, the second plane, then they take control back of the orb. You're just a memory and a hard drive and they go back around again. Uh, um, I've done videos on it. In fact, if you're interested in what the orbs are, three hour documentary, everything you need to know about spirits on my Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash history. For a few quid, you've got hours and hours, days, weeks, nearly probably a week's worth of viewing on there of all sorts of different things. In fact, I did a video just yesterday. I didn't think anyone would even watch it. Um, and I got some fantastic comments. I did a video because I was talking to chat GDP and I said um, about uh, you know, giants, for example, and it said giants were myths in the past. And then I sort of said, well, no, we've got giants now. And it went, well, yeah, OK, we've got giants now, but anything in the past was a myth. Um, like, so I start arguing with it. So then I said, OK, so a cyclops is a myth. And it went, yes. And then I said, ah, 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 no, no, no. There's a thing called cyclopea which actually produces a cyclops and they went and it went ah yeah you're right on that um and then it tries to justify it and i was like no 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 you're not getting away with it that easy i had like half an hour reading back on this video on my patreon page there's loads of other better videos but i was really going to town on this freaking biased absolutely biased computer i even said you're, you're biased um anyway someone wrote back uh, watched it one of my followers and said Oh, I love this. This is amazing. And they started telling me about times that they um, get angry with the the computer and stuff. So, 
with AI. So yeah, um, even that little video is interesting to people. Um, sorry. Uh, JC Jazz, I was working with Thoff and said his name is pronounced T-O-T. Tehoti. Uh, I, you might be right. I, 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 mean, I can't even pronounce names as it is, let alone names that are supposed to be pronounced in a different way. Um, so it's possible. Say, say as rope, stop getting your eyes scanned, people. Oh, that's that new thing, isn't it, where they're trying to offer people money to scan your eyes so they can control you even more. Trust me, they're going to get that money back off of you one way or another if they give you money. Debbie's wrote, can you tell me what the green orbs are, I see? I'm not sure on colours. Um, I'm aware that there's different, possibly different colours of orbs, but I couldn't tell you what they, each one represents. There's, I don't have enough information to say... Oh, that was, for example, a loved one, or oh, that's your guardian spirit, or that's something else, you know, an animal, or I, I just don't have enough information, so I, I'm afraid I can't tell you colours. Uh, Say has wrote, so the world is flat around, round. Uh, no one's still, not one person still gave me a sensible answer on my pinned video about the earth. Not one person. In fact, I think I did a live once where I actually tried to, to debate myself and I was probably the only closest person to actually come up with that it's flat with my own arguing against myself. So, yeah, it's flat. Uh, it's round, sorry. Uh, how did the aliens get through the firmament? Did anyone see my new video where I annihilate the rocket hitting the dome? Anyone see that? Where I actually show how they tricked it and just edited out a minute of it slowing down and of course if you hit 3,800 odd miles an hour this rocket hits a dome and just goes well it doesn't actually do anything it just carries on going but slowly how mental are people to think that a 3,000 miles an hour rocket hitting an impenetrable dome will not break up I mean seriously the rocket must have been made out of the most strongest thing ever. But anyway, I destroy it because I show that they actually edited out a minute's worth, about a minute's worth of footage. Um, and I recreate that because I'm a video editor and I knew exactly what they'd done. Because I kept getting, people kept saying to me, what about the one rocket that hit the dome? I was like, well, 286 was launched last year and not one of them hit the, the dome. But hey, let's forget the 286. That when I, anyway, but so yeah, I annihilated that, and I'm quite good. I might do a video series of all the things that I've destroyed. I know, I know, I know, I know. My mum never used to praise me much, so um, she went to a clairvoyant very well when I was. I don't even know if I was even born at that point, but um, she told me at a young age when I was probably nine or ten. She said to me, "Oh, I went to a clairvoyant, and she told me about." Your brother and sister and she said and you and I was like, oh yeah she goes the clairvoyant said that your confidence will take you and I was like that was only nine attack I couldn't read or write or anything back then um, and well there you go so <laughs> whether or not she was right I don't know but I do come across big-headed sometimes I know everyone's told me um, 
look at it as a nice thing. Don't don't hate me for it. Uh, Kat has wrote, are you from Essex? My dad is from Basildon, and you have the same accent. No, um, I'm not from Basildon. I am Greater London, but uh, more South West London. So, sort of Ealingy, uh, what else is around there? Hamwell, Hayes, um, Felton, Brentford, um, sort of Middlesexy. Uh, that's the name, don't worry, I'm not being rude. Middlesex uh, area. Uh, Alfred has wrote, I know that sounds big headed, Count Dysex. <laughs> I know, I can't help it. I can't help it. My dad did praise me, but unfortunately, he passed. A while back now, so uh, Gray Paul has wrote the Earth is a corn nut beat up sphere. I don't know what corn nut is. Maybe that's sort of an American like something. Uh, Apples wrote soft passed away in Atlantis. Hermes. The problem with that is we've got the Emerald Tablets of Thoth that say he went from Atlantis to Egypt. And then built the second pyramid. So I'd, I'd probably go with that than him dying in Atlantis because Atlantis did sink, if you believe my where I say it is, with, which has got his temple on it. So it's pretty, pretty good evidence. Um, sorry, Jade is right. I was born in the forest as a fungi and evolved to look human. I'm not sure how much time has passed. Ah, well, I'm sure you look fine to all of us. Even wait for it. I know what's his name. Alfredo's going to make some joke about being a fun guy, because Alfredo is a fun guy. Uh, in a nice way. Uh, MVLs wrote, "What's your opinion on the Denovisms?" Uh, another another hominid, really. Um, there's not much to go on. I think there's pretty much only like a finger now and. Uh, a couple of skeletons, unless you know different, but a couple of skeletons that have part denivism and part another hominid, uh, possibly Homo sapiens as well. So I know people sometimes say all oh, the denivisms were the ones that the Anunnaki genetically modified, etc. Uh, I still don't see that from the evidence. Um, you know, I stuck with Neanderthal for a very, very long time with the evidence that I have of what they were like from what the Anunnaki described and I still had people telling me no no it can't be Neanderthal because black people don't have Neanderthal DNA I stuck with my guns because you know obviously with the denivisms we don't have much information so the, the only one I could go with that matched was Neanderthal and lo and behold I don't know a few months back now Princeton University comes out with a new study saying black people have Neanderthal DNA and I was like Whoa, our true history rocks. Um, I probably did do wow, our true history rocks back then. Uh, so yes, uh, so the denivisms is just another hominid that that I can't. There's nothing major about them other than they were here, same as Florensis, uh, Naladi. Oh, there's. Do you know how many different species of hominids there were? That was bloody loads. I won't be able to remember all the names, but you could Google it. Um, Bishops wrote, only them same species can join DNA. Um, I'm not sure what you're referring to. There, my batteries on 
I sit my eyes again, funny now, 3% or something, 7 maybe. Uh, only them species, same species can join DNA. Um, well, if we're part of, part of Neanderthal and all the other hominids are hominids and we're all human, from what I understand, the hominids were called humans uh, and we're all still part of humans, then would make sense that we can breed with them all and they all breed with each other. Sayers wrote, I'm not homo, uh, with a laughing face. No comment. Although nowadays there's probably something in the water that, give it time, uh, and you'll be down the, down the drugstore asking for um, medicines that they want you to buy. Lisa's wrote, I have visions before something is about to happen, or I get a feeling come over, uh, I'm more in tune. Yeah, I would love to chat to you. Um, I mean, that's funny. No one's ever asked me about um, premonitions, really, on lives. And I, I know quite a lot on that, but no one's ever really spoke to me. And now I haven't really got the time. So if you don't mind, Lisa, um, if you're around, I would love to chat with you uh, next time. I, I have let people on tonight. And so it sounds really bad, doesn't it? As if I'm the gatekeeper and no one's allowed to be on my channel. It wasn't like that. It's just the ones I did let on before ended up bad but um so yeah if you're around um i'll definitely do this again ho chin is right homans are so weak i don't know why we survived evolution um i think it's probably because we we gang together i think that's really it. if we was just on our own you know with with the animals that are out there in different places obviously places like england we had probably big cats yeah but not nothing like what you know, America would have had, for example, with the buffaloes and the, you know, whatever else, massive, even mooses are massive, which we don't have here. So, yeah, Lisa's wrote, my blood is rhesus negative. Only 50% of humans have that blood. That's correct. That is correct. Yeah. Um, you, you normally do tend, according to people like Philomena, uh, you do have extra ESP when you have RH neg which I believe is the Anunnaki's blood type. Bishop has wrote, odd that all of us have that fused chromosomes, not just a bunch of us, but all, yeah, I mean, that's why, you know, the logic is that it, it was a someone in a lab setting, which is why we've got, luckily we've got the tablets to say the same thing. Uh, Paul has wrote, they used chemicals uh, to fuse our chromosomes. We were made, we were made by mad scientists in the lab, pretty much spot on. Yeah. Uh, MLV or MVL, sorry. Do you believe I'm? I'm going to let the battery die now. I think I'm on one percent, so it'll come up with thirty seconds left soon. Do you believe in the contents of uh, contents of the Emerald Tablets? Uh, mostly, mostly I do. Um, there's things in there that you know. This was, uh, there's translations of these way back in Latin times. I think around. Uh, 1200 there's things in there that no one would have even thought of you know about universes and how it would have started and all that kind of stuff which is in there so you got asked who freaking come up with that idea about spirits um you know gin which again if you don't know gin's in there watch my patreon video um uh, Alfredo's wrote questions about Irish blood. Check out Outro History's podcast on Spotify. 
yes, I do have that, I think, on Spotify. So, yeah, I do have a Spotify account called Outro History. Thank you, Alfredo. I bet that's the one where you're top, top of the class three times in a row. Um, okay, battery's low, 30 seconds, so I'm afraid I've missed some of the questions. Uh, but thank you, everybody. Thoroughly enjoyable, and I will catch you all again very, very soon. So I'm just going to turn it off before battery dies. Oh, it's not letting me. Okay, it's going to die any second. Thank you. Bye.